Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Today, Bridget Griffin shared a video of her daily yoga routine, two self-help articles, and her new blog called Build Your Inner Bridge with Bridge. Girl, your sharing has turned into oversharing. No worries, Bridge. Geico has some info worth sharing with your seven blog followers, like how you could save money on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim just by visiting geico.com. How's that for building your inner bridge? Bridge, Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Whatever else you want to talk about, man. I mean, 
it's your day, you know, open conversation. I just started off, but where we end up, I have no idea. You know, that's why it's Freedom Friday. You have the freedom to control the conversation to a certain extent. Now, let me go on and put it out there, you know, because there will be no silliness and, you know, all this other craziness that, you know, some of y'all like to come in here with. All right. So I'm just saying, and uh, we're going to rock and roll, though. Regardless of what we do, we're going to rock and roll. And I hope everybody is is ready, you know, because um, it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> I mean, what, what else y'all got to do on a Friday? Sit at your desk and uh, look at the clock and try and count down to, to that, that whistle or that last five seconds and you can boat out and be gone. Okay, and for some of y'all across the water, y'all already enjoying your weekend, so happy weekend to you. You know what I mean? You may be getting ready to go club hopping or, or you know, sitting at home, sipping on some wine, watching some movies with your boo or by yourself, you know, just relaxing. You know, that's all. That's what weekend's all about, man, just sitting back and relaxing. <laughs> You know, I'm telling you, I was thinking so bad. One time I was thinking, man, and this recently I was thinking about doing a weekend show where I just do nothing but play music. You know, I'm still thinking about that, but uh, (laughs) I'm still debating on that one about the music part, man. You know, I, I, I... I just had to sit back and think about that one. But that's an idea. Just sit back and play nice, chilled, old school music. You know, nothing harsh. You know, nothing outrageous. Just sit back and relax and, and reminisce. Sip on some wine, some MD, or, you know, <laughs> just whatever. Or we can make it a combination. A little music, a little conversation, a little music, a little conversation. Who knows? I'm just throwing some things around like I always do. <laughs> like I always do. All right. So if you want to be a part of the show today, no problem. Just give me a call. Three, four, seven, eight, three, eight, eight, six, two, two. Email me. Eric, let's talk at gmail.com. Uh, join me in the chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And um, those are all the ways you can uh, participate in the show today. Also, I want to go ahead and welcome in my, my co-host, um, uh, Mr. Cloud Nation, Cloud Nation Radio, a.k.a. Akeem is in the house. All right, man, what's going on? I'm, I'm going to get that Claude out of there eventually. I don't know what it is with Claude. <laughs> I think it's the seat. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just enjoying it today. It's, it's a Friday, you know, it's summertime. You gotta love it. I know, right? Y'all, y'all better enjoy this this chill weather while you can, because y'all know what's about to happen. I know here in Texas, I know what's about to happen, because uh, <laughs> whoo, boy, y'all better enjoy it while you can. And let me give my shout outs out while while we got some people in the chat room. We got Ava, Indiana, which I, y'all know who that is. I'm not gonna say nothing, because uh, we got my man Cloud Nation out there. Then we got Divine Design, hey honey, and then you got guests nine. 917 and 940 in the house. Welcome to the show, y'all. I hope y'all enjoying y'all enjoying it uh so far cuz we got a lot going on. Um you know what? I actually had a, a specific song picked out for the day being that it was Friday, but uh for some reason between this storm, thunderstorm that just rolled through and the computer, they didn't get on the same page, so <laughs> it happens that way sometimes. It really does. <laughs> No, sometimes I just have no control over it. But good for me, you know, I always have a backup. Uh, uh, I always have a backup because I'm good like that. 
You know, I'm good like that. So before we go ahead, let me bring um Joe in. You know, he <laughs> that Joe said he got to get in before everybody else because he never get a chance to talk. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but anyway, let me bring Mr. Joe in. Oh, Mr. Joe, welcome to the show. All right, we got static now. Come on, Joe. Let's That's get the not static. me. I hear that. Uh, that's not me. That's um okay. That just went away. Mm. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> that's you this time, I think, Eric. Anyway, I'll uh, switch. Um, I'll switch in a few minutes. I just wanted to get in before the official big mouth started talking about whitey, blacky, religion, and all the other kind of crap. No, your show started <laughs> off. <laughs> your show started off as a neutral show where people had an opinion, and it was an opinion that either was out of their personal experience or their opinion that was based on something they read, and it really didn't have any type of. Um, unilateral issue, but Jesus, age Jesus, do we always have to uh, relegate ourselves to the blacky whitey thing? Can't we just talk about a subject without always talking about how blacky's doing this and whitey's doing that? <sighs> well, Joe, you know I try, and um, how can I put this? That's what I thrive for the show to be, Joe. You know, neutral, mm-hmm. and we just discuss. Uh, 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 you know, conversations or things that's happening. Right. However, as you know, just like I am aware that uh, this I know, you let people talk. How about this then? You don't have to regulate it, huh? <laughs> no, you say I don't have to regulate it. Go ahead. No, how about? But if I jump in, you know, well, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not obnoxious. Usually, I'm not obnoxious. But if I jump in, then you know, it could. Well, I could. I could try to. But you know it'll probably inflame it for a little while because, um, you know. But that's the market system. I mean, let me as a consumer of your show jump in with the other consumers of your show and see what I can do about it. Because I don't want to always talk about how, if we talk about Sarah Palin, it's blacky whitey. If we talk about fishing, it's blacky whitey. If we talk about the vets, it's blacky whitey. Let's okay. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll leave it up to me. That's my responsibility. That's my pet peeve. Let me see if I can handle it the way I can. All right? Because uh, I know that you want people to feel free to express their opinions. I'll express my opinion too and see what I can do. <laughs> Is that fair? Awesome. Well, was that so hard to say, Joe? No, it wasn't. Uh, no, it but wasn't. but to be, to be totally honest with you, though, in, in uh-huh. some some cases, in in, in uh, many cases, Joe, sometimes you cannot discuss an issue without. Um, bringing that na- dynamic into it, you know what I mean. But not mm-hmm. every, but not every conversation, you know, requires that that dynamic to be brought up, you know. But that's just the way a lot of individuals think, and hopefully we're trying to get them away from that. You yeah, know what well, I mean? yeah. But let me, I'll let me see what I can do about it. I'll try to just uh, make sure that if they got something to say, they'll have to have something to, to back it up because we can't talk about fishing or eating and everything is about blacky whitey. All right, but uh, yeah, but you're right. There are certain topics which are definitely Afrocentric, no problem. But does that that by itself also have to always bring in how the yoke of the devil and the white? I'm not even talking about supreme. I'm talking about the yoke of the the white man and that. That's you know. <laughs> all right, I'll do what I can do. All right, yeah. and I'll ri- I'll risk getting shot. Okay, no problem. I know I know how you will monitor the. Um, the other show. I'll risk it. Don't worry. Well, you know, in, in some instances, you know, some some individuals, you know, that's their mantra and and they stick to it. I mean, you can't really 
um, knock them for it because they're speaking what they believe. But I do, I do agree though. Sometimes it gets monotonous, and you, you want to hear something different than you know the same old rigmarole yeah. all the time. So I, I'm with you on that, Joe. I, I, okay. I'm with you. Right. And that's that's why I usually have you know different you know topics so we won't get into that that same old same old you know to keep it fresh. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you know, I'm working on some things. Like I said, I got to get with Cloud Nation, and we we gonna we gonna work together and see if we can't come up with some things. You know. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna give kudos out to Cloud Nation. The past couple of times that I've been here, he's mm-hmm. um, he said, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> 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 you know. Yeah. That's I not mean, like what Ngoni would say. Ngoni, you know. Ngoni would say. Yeah, Wait get the hell out of here, Joe. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Le- leave her alone now, leave her oh, alone. Yeah, yeah, okay, listen, you white knight. You and that goddamn white horse of yours always coming to the protection of women. That's, That's right. another thing we should talk about. Oh, whatever. Yeah, somebody have to. Uh, are you mutts you running around here trying to jump on them? Hey, somebody oh, like got they can't them. protect themselves? Are you kidding? Oh, did you? Oh, wait a minute, did you download that show? No, I didn't. Okay, I'm going to get the link and put it in the chat room right now. All right, and that way I I listen to it sometime this weekend. All right. All right. Oh, you're gonna get pissed off. I doubt wow. it seriously. Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna start taking my medication again. That way nobody piss me off again. All like right. All right. But anyway, so anyway, I'm gonna get rid of this static. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I tell you. Well, I tell you that cat there is funny sometimes. Uh, Cloud Nation, what you think, man? <laughs> oh man, I'm just I'm just enjoying uh, listening to you guys talk about a variety of different things. It's, it's a it's a wonderful Friday, though I will say that. I mean, you know, beautiful weather. Uh, no matter where you are, I think uh, for the most part, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you know, got a little got a little rain just popped in on my side. So, but anyway, it's still Uh-oh. beautiful. You know, it's Still a beautiful day. <laughs> and weekend is around the corner, so that's always a good thing. Always. Always. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, like I said, I, want, I, I really want to talk about um, I want to talk about uh, some vets, the, the vet thing going on today, because uh, that is really, really crazy, man. Hold on, wait a minute. And it's not, and it's not as, it's not like it seems, you know, on the, on the surface. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about it in a little bit. But before then, I, I think I, I want to hear a little uh, music right about now, so I can get some things squared away. And um, being that I didn't get Robert Curry in like I wanted to today, we're gonna go back to something we heard a little earlier in the week, or was it late on last week? Anyway, either or, we got some music for you, man. Mobella Blues went to Marcellus and his crew. All right, so I'll be back with y'all in a little. A bit. See ya.
Hey, there it is. There it is. Mo Better Blues. <laughs> I went to Marcellus. Hey, man, I'm telling you, man, I, I love that little groove right there. I don't know about y'all, but, you know, that's kind of, it kind of gets me in a good mood a little bit. <laughs> you know, mellows me out, which I, I need to mellow a little bit right about now. But it's all good in the neighborhood. All right. <sighs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <sighs> man. Okay. Who did I miss joining us today? We got you sure are crazy than joining us. Hey, 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 hey. Then we got the Mr. Intellectual himself, H2O in the house. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. I read that. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. Well, big news coming out. Big news, big news, big news. <sighs> Shinsiski resigns amid veterans' health care issues. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. My bad. My bad. Let me back up. Let me back up. All right, y'all want to be a part of the show today? 347-838-8622. Email me, ericletstalk at gmail.com. Or join us in the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Hey, get on them lines. We talking veterans today. The issues that's going on within um, veterans of all right, veterans administration and the health system and all that good stuff, and um, because there's some shady stuff going on, and I don't think a lot of people are really understanding what's really happening here. But we're gonna talk a little bit about that today, and we got um, Cloud Nation in the house with me, my co-host, and uh, I'm, I'm really the. the See what he's got to say. And, of course, we got Joe on the line. And let me bring in the, the third part of the group, <laughs> Mr. Beasley himself. Good afternoon, Mr. Beasley. How are you doing today? I'm cool. I'm good. Gentlemen, happy Friday. Feel good. Well, happy good. Friday to you. All right. All right. So there it is. Where's, there it is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Where's Joe? He's probably fixing his mic. He's there. He's listening. Okay. <laughs> He's listening. All right. So here it is, man. Shinseki. I always mess up that man's name. Even when I was in the army, I messed up his name. It don't matter. He all right. Shinseki resigns amid veterans' health care issues. All right. So today, after all this, this, this riding his back and saying he should retire, he should resign, and, and putting everything on him because of Arizona's problem, of course, this thing, this health care problem within the VA for veterans stems way more than just Arizona, you know, but um, it, 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 I guess it just hit the fan when this little secret list came out, uh, supposedly. Now, <laughs> it's interesting how, you know, these same individuals that, that's running their mouth or, and insisting that this man be fired from his job and others be fired from their job are not really telling the truth. That's all I'm going to say. They're not telling the truth. And as you are aware, you know, I try and bring both sides of the story. You know, so on the on the top of on the on you know, on the top of it, it seems like okay, General Sex didn't do his job, so yeah, he should be fired and everybody else that was involved in this thing should be fired. Hmm. That's plain, that's that's just cut and dry, right? It just sounds like it's just cut and dry on that. But let me tell y'all something. This thing is not is not what it seems. All right? And here's why. These same those same individuals that's yelling and and and, and, and uh, um insisting and eventually caused this man to resign 
has had a lot to do with the problems that the VA is, is already having or has been having. And this is what I'm talking about. 41, y'all listen to what I'm saying, 41 Republican senators, all right, blocked in February, 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 y'all, blocked a veterans health bill um, that was supposed to pass that would have kind of alleviate some of this, this um, problem, some of these problems they had by pushing more money in, into the system. Y'all say, well, that's not nothing big. Well, it, it is when you, you really think about this thing. Being that you have veterans waiting an uh, uh, extra amount of time trying to see doctors, and I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I wonder how long, you know, sometimes it's quicker for me to go out and, and get outside care than to wait on the VA system. Uh, you know, so I'm a witness sometimes to list all along. But, you know, for these cats, the, these Senate Republicans to be just crying, crying about it, and then, you know, hiding their hand. I mean, let's let's get this. Let, let, let me look at this. All right. Um, Arizona. Who's over Arizona? Y'all know that little, oh, that old man that's always got his mouth open. Y'all know who I'm talking about. What's that old man name out there in Arizona? You're, you're talking about Sheriff Joe O'Pile. He's just the sheriff of Maricopa no, 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 County. No, 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 no. Not him. The, the guy that was a prisoner. You know who I'm talking about. The guy with the prisoner? You got to give me yes. a little bit more information than that. Arizona. Arizona. You know who I'm talking about. The, the senator. The Republican center, he, he's always out there. You know what I'm talking about. John uh, McCain uh, is a senator. John that's McCain. It, that's, it. that's okay. it. That's it. That's it. John McCain. John McCain. Um, both these guys out now here in Texas. Um, oh, boy. Anyway, I, you know what? I had all my notes here. I just got them all confused. But um, the Texas senators, and, I, you know, it makes no sense. And you want to know why they blocked this whole thing from, you know, because a lot of this could have been, uh, taken care of uh, in the works already, but one of the reasons they blocked this thing because they wanted a a, a bill attached to this thing that um, would have had sanctions against Iran, and the president wasn't going for that, you know. So they was trying to sneak something in under the door on that one. Why? Why? Why would you? And then here's another thing, <laughs> something else crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they said if this bill would have passed, we would have been spending money we didn't already have. Uh, let's let's really look at this thing. We just spent on a whole bunch of money on two wars that we never had, but yet you can't take care of your veterans because you want to put something else up in the bill up under it, and we got caught. You know, that's what I'm saying. Shinseki, you know, they used him as a scapegoat. But I think we should go, and I was trying to find the vote, y'all. I really was, but I, I couldn't I couldn't find him in time for the show. But you should go. If you have a congressman that voted against th- th- this bill in February, all right, to have the, 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 the veterans taking care of health care um, bettered a little bit, you know, you should consider getting that joke out of office, man. I'm not going to lie to you because it's ridiculous. And then they're going to come around some months later and then uh, um, raise sand. The same ones that voted against it are the same ones that are up in arms about everything. Bain on television, they talking about, well, this changes nothing. Of course it changes nothing because you got your hands in it, too. This is the kind of hogwash is why the system is so jacked up now. And, and it's not going to get any better. It's, it's really not unless these same individuals that, that that's acting, you know, throwing rocks and hiding their hand be, be held accountable for it. 
you know, that's my take on it. And, and I really, truly do believe that. But I, I'm opening up the floor. You know, hey, what y'all got to say about it? That's the way I'm feeling right now. It's Freedom Friday. Let's talk. I just um, pulled up a, uh, a article from the Washington Post. I can't believe I'm even mentioning the Washington Post, but just for, <laughs> for the purpose of this discussion. I um, mean, it has a uh, article entitled How the VA Developed This Culture of Cover-Ups. Uh, it says, once a bureaucratic success story, the agency began to hide its problems from those in Washington. And, and, and it's interesting because in the beginning, they actually start off with uh, one of the, VA, the clinics that's in Austin. Um, is, is just one that they start off with. And Brian, talking about Brian Turner and the fact that he um, – as a, as a scheduling clerk, learned how to, as they say, cook the books. <laughs> um, um, so it's, it's it's long, so I'm not going to try to you know read the whole article. But I think it's a it's a pretty um, interesting uh, take on on VA cover ups as a whole. And you know what? That's that's you know that's a heck of a term right there. Cook the books. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that says a whole that says a whole lot there. But cook the books. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness! This general Shishetsky, uh, I'm I'm looking at him right now. I knew that he was high up because I think he was in the Iraqi War and the other wars. He's a he's a four star general. You don't see too many of them, even when you're in the service. That's like seeing a, 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 a that's like seeing a, a bald eagle or something. Everybody mm-hmm. stops when he walks in the room, right? <laughs> well, yeah. He's but got some they, juice. That's I know. I mean, he obviously is the fall guy for this scandal, mm-hmm. and he took it. He took it like a man. And if you listen to the president speak, man, he's a slick double talker, man. Because I actually listen to people when they talk, and I've listened to him. You know, he talked about what a great job that the man did and, you know, helping veterans and this and that and the other, but yet he was resigning. And then he he went on and and read at least a paragraph, you know, patting Krzyzewski on the back. Well, you know what, and I, I'm going to put it this way. You know, here, here's the thing about that, um, Beasley. You know, I think he has been, okay, you know, since we're, we're pushing, I think – the president has realized, and Shinsetsky realized, this is a systematic uh, uh, problem here. So instead of, you know, keep having the focus put on him, you know, okay, let's go on. I mean, he's a four-star general, so he's going to get his regardless. You see what I'm saying? So go on right. and step out. You know, get a, let's get the spotlight off you and put the spotlight on where it belongs, the actual problems uh, of the individuals that's holding this thing up. Now, we have um, Senator Richard M. Burr. And his one, he was one of his statements as far as that bill, which is S.182. Um, it says, with $17 trillion in debt and massive annual deficits, our country faces a fiscal crisis of unparalleled scope. Now is not the time in any federal department to spend money we don't have. To be sure, there's much to like in the Sanders bill. And if those components were presented as separate smaller bills as part of a carefully considered long-term strategy to reform the VA, hold leadership accountable and improve services to veterans. We would have no problem extending enthusiastic support. All right. 
Also, Republicans called for sanctions on Iran to be included within the veterans bill. And since it wasn't included within the bill, they voted against the landmark legislation. Okay, uh, as stated by Republican leader Mitch McConnell regarding the Iran sanctions, there is no excuse for muzzling the Congress on a issue of this importance to our own national security. So basically what they are doing is using the veterans as a scapegoat to, to, <laughs> to, to get um, sanctions up against Iran. And that is not the way it should be. And that is just appalling. You know, and now, as they say, the roosters have come home to roost. And nobody really wants to take credit for it. You know, everybody wants to point the finger, and it just should not be that way. Oh, man, I just I just came across something interesting, too. Um, it says um, that for decades, the VA was a byword for bureaucracy itself, seen as uh, Washington's ultimate paper-pushing, mind-bending, hierarch- I mean, hierarchy, hierarchy, I'm sorry, That reputation Mm -hmm. was rooted in the VA's history. It came about because the agency's first leader was an audacious crook. It says that Charles Forbes was chosen to head the Veterans Bureau by his poker buddy, President Warren G. Harding, in 1921. It says he was a, a poor choice. Forbes took kickbacks. He sold off federal supplies. He wildly misspent taxpayer money once buying a 100-year supply of floor wax, enough to polish a floor the size of Indiana, for 25 times the regular price, apparently as a favor to a floor wax company. And it says that eventually Forbes was caught. The president was unhappy, and in 1923, a White House visitor opened the wrong door and found Harding choking Forbes with his bare hands. <laughs> Uh, sounds like good uh, retribution to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that goes to show. It, this has been going on a long time. It's been going on a long time. Hold on, I got somebody else on the line. Want to? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Did somebody else have something to say? Yeah, I wanted to. Um, I want to know if you guys also knew about the um, the World War One veterans boycott. Because what? World I did War not. Veterans left. Yeah, the veterans that came well, the veterans that came out of the war, they were promised certain benefits. The benefits were being cut off, and they marched on Washington, and they came with their guns, and that crowd had to be dispersed by the National Guard. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh okay. So I mean, it yeah. goes back a long way. Yeah, I mean, and that was kind of related to this right here. So yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me bring this um, caller in right here. Uh, let's see, area code 214. Who do I have on the line? Texas. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Talking Joe and Beasley and hey, Cloud. Pat. It's Pat. Hello, how, how you, how you doing? We're doing fine. <laughs> how you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, hey, how you doing? I haven't heard your <laughs> voice on the radio for a while, but um, who knows, in the future we might have a surprise. Yeah, we just might. We 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 just tease them today, Joe. Okay. All righty then. I I tell you guys, um, I have a lot of comments to say about what's happened with the VA. Um, last year on Perry Show, I talked about these wait times. I do volunteer work for a veterans organization in the town where I live, and I've known about the waiting list for over a year now, and I found it shocking then. 
Look, this guy, this general who was in charge of the VA, these guys who are appointed in these leadership positions with the VA, these heads of these regional offices, these heads of these hospitals, they're all favored people. They're all connected people. And they're there for one thing, and that's just to keep the bureaucracy going. It operates like a mafia. They have these cushy deals with the drug companies to push off the old drugs on the veterans. And, you know, you cannot get um, um, certain drugs. If you're, if the drug the doctor wants you to have is not on the formulary, you don't get it. And let me tell you what the Obama administration has done. While, yeah, they, of course, the backlog is a big disgrace. It's a national disgrace having that huge backlog for veterans falling for uh, their disability claims. But what they've done is they have nickeled and dimed and cut um, different uh, benefits with the VA. And I'll give you one example. It's like with prescription glasses. If you need bifocals, yeah, they'll give you a free pair of glasses every two years. But the bifocal they put in there is I've never – I got a pair of, uh, of those glasses from the VA. The bifocal part of the lens was only like – half an inch wide at the bottom of the glass. And in order to get the bifocals that I needed, I had to pay $159 for them. Now, I'm entitled to a free pair of glasses every two years if I need them, and the doctor says I should have them. Now, I will give this to the VA. When I needed my eye appointment, they could not schedule it within the allotted amount of time, so I was able to go to my regular uh I call them civilian, you know, private practice doctors, and get the uh, um, um, eyeglasses. But when I needed um, a um, sonogram for uh, a health issue I was having that would determine whether or not uh, I had cancer, I mean, it was it was uh, it was very upsetting. In order for me to get that scan which I needed immediately, if I'd waited for the VA, I would have had to have waited two months to get it. So I went ahead and went to a private doctor, I mean, a private organization that day that, you know, a radiological business that does that and got the scan that day because I didn't want to wait two months to know if I had cancer or not. It turned out I didn't, luckily. But if I had waited two months, that would have been uh, a... um, Two months of mental anguish, yeah. Oh, it was mental anguish just that day and it, until, you know, it was two days later before I got any results. And there's, you think that this scandal is just, you know, what you're reading, it's far more pervasive than what is what we can even imagine. Another issue in, is uh, women's health needs. The VA is geared more toward uh, the... Uh, male veteran, not the female veteran. The female veteran has to, uh, like up at the Temple VA, there's only one GYN doctor. That's it. And in Austin, we just got a part-time GYN doctor, and they can perform no surgery down here. Although Austin got the, uh, um, there was a a clinic built down here, and it's the best in the country, and it is like a small hospital. It's a a really uh, great clinic. But the doctors are constantly working against these restraints put in place by the administrators within the VA. 
if, if these doctors could actually be in administrative positions and run the VA, I think it would be a lot better. That's where it would come from. So, but I just want to get back to Obama and Shazinsky. Is, is that how you pronounce that? It, it's all bullshit. They've known this stuff. They've been cutting the VA right and left for the past since under this administration. And you know that's basically all I want to say. I think the scandal's going to get far bigger. Oh, yeah, Obama's a guy that's going to do nothing. And I have a document, which I talked about on your show before, I reckon, a couple of days ago, when we were talking about the vets from 2001, in which the IG or the GAO, I forget, I forget which agency now, had reported back in 2001 that these waiting times were way out of, uh, way out of bounds. They're horrible. Mm-hmm. And so. I don't know what it is. I mean, people should be really outraged the way the VA pushes those psychotropic drugs. I mean, if you go in, I mean, it's just, it's it's like about everything, though. If you go in with, like, I hurt my knee. I had, I had, I ride a bike, and I, uh, I um, had kind of like a little crash, and I hurt my knee really bad. Uh, they gave me a 30-day supply of Vicodin. You know, I'd never taken Vicodin in my life, so I started taking Vicodin. Mm-hmm. And each day you look forward to taking that Vicodin because it makes you feel so much better, you know. Yeah. Whereas, whereas I had to wean myself off of it and just take ibuprofen, you know. Yeah, but hey, Vicodin, hey, hey, Vicodin is that hydrocodone, isn't it? No. No? Hydrocodone, that's, uh, that's, they, those are called Norcos. I'll just take a couple of Vicodin and half a margarita or two. Don't drive anywhere, though. You'll be all right. Mm. I have a broken brand new might work, but um, I've had pain that. pills. Yeah, yeah. But the hydrocodone, that's what's uh, prescribed to me when I've had my toothache, and it's worked uh, pretty well. Narcos. Mm. Yeah, but Everybody. I bet you didn't get 30, and then they send you 30 more in the mail, and the next month they send you 30 more in the mail. No, I got non-refillable prescriptions. Well, yeah, and, and well, you, you know, Kat, and I, I, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, being that you um, in Austin, and you know, fortunately, I go to the one down here in Temple, and you know, it's it has gotten better. I got to admit, it has gotten better. But when it comes to the glasses, I know any time I have to um, have mine renewed. You know, I, I usually have an option, especially if, if it comes to the bifocals. I can get the whole glass, um, you know, to where they're just reading, or I just can get the little piece, as you as you mentioned. Or, you know, I can go to outside a, a civilian agency and have that done, you know. But as you say, you know, sometimes that's just really uh, time-consuming and not worth the, the effort, period. And, you know, um, you know, I guess a lot of times it depends on the region you're in. But yes, the the problem is systematic. I think systemic, as as oh, the yeah. intelligent oh, folks yeah. say. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, it, it's easier to 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 say, well, my VA does this and my VA does that. But I think, as Kat mentioned, sometimes you have to go a little bit deeper. Well, we need to go a little bit deeper with this because it's more going on. Like the Atlanta Atlanta region, the Atlanta um, regional VA. You know, for a long time, that has been considered one of the worst ones, if not the worst. Um, VA system, you know, VA hospital in the nation, you know, but you, you know, that's one of the things you don't hear a lot about, you know. So, but I think in order to make it better, you know, you have these 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 individuals such as John Cronin, 
and crews right here in Texas, you know, that have, you know, that's right here by major, by, by Fort Hood and a couple of other posts, and they're voting against taking care of the veterans. But yet they're standing out here in public and say, well, I'm for the veteran and I do this for the veteran. But if you look at the voting records, you know, it, it, it doesn't say that. So who should be really held responsible? Because either, either way you look at it, the veterans are, and their spouses are the ones that, that's being um, uh, uh, affected the most with this. Okay, that, that's just the way I'm, I'm thinking right now. And that's my opinion, of course. You know, but um, let me bring um, Maze in and get her two cents on this. I'm sorry. Before I bring Maze in, anybody else wanted to comment on what you know what I said or what Cat said? Oh uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, if there's anything that the government should be spending money on, and I'm not one for the spending of money by the government, but there should be a provision in the Constitution that provides for veterans. If it's not for the veterans, then who should it be for? We're the ones that protect the nation. Okay, we're the ones. We're the ones that ones that should be. Um, given the most appreciation and gratitude of all the people um, in the nation. So, um, okay, uh, Maze can come on in now. I know she's going to say something to me. Mm-hmm. May I say just one more thing? I just would like yes. to say that the doctors I've had at the VA have given me excellent care. I couldn't have asked for a better, you know, a better team of doctors have helped me through some things that I've had, you know, minor surgeries I've had to have, have I've needed. You know, it's a Part of the aging process, like, you know, carpal tunnel surgery and uh, a couple other things, they have been excellent. So the doctors I have no problems with. You know, know, I I hear you guys speaking about your medical ailments and your glasses. What concerns me is all of the people that are coming back that need some very serious therapy and counseling because they're suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome. And, you know, a lot of people can be walking time bombs, you know, completely stressed out, having some real serious issues. And if they're not allowed, you know, even if you help some of those people and they get therapy and they get help, they still may act out. Uh, But if you have people that are going to be waiting months on months on edge and they're really on edge and their lunch isn't packed too tight, it's dangerous for the rest of society. And you know what? How do you know we don't have PTSD, Beasley? <laughs> well, well, before before we get, you know, I, I want to respond to that. And, you know, Beasley, you, you bring up a very good point. And, um, you know, I had an outstanding therapist. I mean, my therapist was the bomb, you know, and I loved her to death. But within the VA system itself, there's internal battles that goes on that go on also. You know, number one. You know, as far as therapists, they have a hard time keeping therapists because in a lot of instances, you know, they handcuff, as Kat said earlier, they handcuff their, their, their um, doctors sometimes to where, where the doctor would like to do a lot more but can't because of the unnecessary regulations. And then you have those that's um, in the same department that, uh, how can I say, just downright. Obnoxious um, and indifferent. Yeah. Don't really care. Good, good mm-hmm. way, Joe. Just doesn't care and and and, and fights anyone else that tries. You know, do a little bit more than you know more than what the 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 
uh, what the VA calls for them to do. Now, to go outside of what's ne- what's needed to make sure that all veterans are getting the care that they need. And they lose a lot of good doctors that way. And a lot of times that that's the issue also. Now, um, Beasley brought up a good point. And Beasley, what we have to understand, though, before it gets to the VA, you know, a lot of cases it has to start within why the, why these individuals are still on active duty or in reserve, and here's the reason why: because once they get out of the military, a lot of times it's too late, you know, and it has become more, you know, the military has become more aware. But once again, you back to that same old issue: is resources, doctors, and, and you know. When you're on active duty, there's still a stigma that's attached to going to see any type of mental, um, any mental uh, mm-hmm. uh, doctor yeah. because you know you you still have to go back to your unit and, and you you worry about that. Even though they say well no nothing will happen to you, yeah. you know there's still that stigma that's that's underneath you know that underneath uh, stigma that still uh, is there that you know would be used against you in the in the wrong situation. You know especially well, now. They- but especially now since they're, they're um, working on the drawdown, you know, the drawdown they're working on, oh, yeah, that's, that's the, the main, that's one of the main, main um, things they're putting a lot of soldiers out for now. You know, they're not even trying to give them help. They just sit putting them on the street. If you get your help, you get your help. If not, so like I said, it's, thema- it's thematic and, and you know, we looking at the VA, but sometimes we have to point back into the, the you know, active duty, um, yeah, doctor, the active duty type and, of restrictions, yeah, yeah. And, and then get all that taken care of first. So it, it, it's like, like you know, we have to look at the whole picture. You know, everybody wanted to point at the VA, which you know, but it's more to it than that. But uh, let me get back. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's I, I, it's, it's, so it's only it's only a matter of time for some of these guys that are coming back or that have been back that have issues. Right. It's only a matter of time before they start acting out. Yep. I've experienced Vietnam vets. You know, I've worked in offices with Vietnam vets, and when sometimes things wouldn't go their way uh, about something, they go to drastic measures. Dude, the guy had the, I've been in the office where the guy, um, the boss was whatever, screwing him around or was going to pay him Monday instead of Friday or something like that, and he held him and barricaded him in the office. The police had to come. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen them do all kinds of things, and I so I, I know, I mean, I. I'm leery of those guys. I've seen a number of instances where Vietnam vets, like, would just say, screw it, and just go completely nutty. Now, they had some pressure. It was some pressure. But, uh, yeah, that that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Them time bombs. Yeah, very much so. All right, let me bring Maze in. She's been waiting patiently, and I do appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Hello, Maze. How you doing? I appreciate you waiting patiently. Oh, I will see, <laughs> talking about the VA and the DAV, some people hate. I mean, is it a hate because of the VA or is it because of the system? Because the system has been like this for years and years and years. you got people from Vietnam still trying to get benefits. And you got some people sitting up in those offices that have been there years and years and years and years, holding up progress and messing up progress. So is it about the paperwork or was it really about the man's job? Well, it's like what Eric said, it is systemic. It's just throughout the whole so what, military. So why That's don't guys. we just clean? Why don't we just get this sorry Congress that we have, and have them give the, the veterans what they promised them when they went to serve? Well, it's well a really Obama good idea. Obama turned the veterans um, 
And so we don't want to talk about the administration. We're talking about we're talking about the VA, not the administration, because it was already messed up, and somebody was in there trying to change it to make it better because he did make it better. For some reason, what better? You look at the DAV. You can look it up and look 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 it up. It'll tell you everything that's been done. It's been it is it is all on the computer for those that not don't know anything about the military and the in the in the vets and all that. Look it up. It's in there. That's well, all I can say. If it got better, man, why do they have this crisis? Why are these people in The Phoenix? crisis is not at every VA. That's what I'm saying. So if it was a crisis, yes, it was it a crisis. No, it's not. It's in the ones in the South. And then you, the politician that you saw out uh-huh. screaming, it's in their states with all of this stuff. Uh-huh. Not all of the VAs are not messed up. Some of them ran perfectly. Not every single one, but the CBO report says it's around the vast majority why of ran the VAs. Perfect? Why are some run perfect and some not? Because everybody in every state don't get treated right probably, in the VA. Probably admin, the, admin, the administrator and, and the, and, and the bureaucracy in a, in a certain area. And those areas in the VA are the ones that need to be gone. Some people were on top of their job, and obviously some people weren't. Yeah. You know, this guy is the fall guy, Shiseki, but he probably wasn't paying too much attention to his job. He's a 71-year-old four-star general who's a, who's a, on, on boards of directors of different companies. Uh, who's a member of the Council of Foreign Relations? He probably wasn't doing too much. That's what I'm saying. Probably put, probably so we won't be, but but we when we hear people screaming and hollering that it's the it's the this and this is that. It's the administrators that's been there, kissing people off. That's that that's veterans that's working in the VA that know what they're doing. And you got some sitting up at the top. All they're doing is pissing people off, having them uh, frustrated and all kinds of stuff because they won't do right. That's where the book starts. It's been endemic ever since World But if we don't clean those out, I don't care who comes in the next place. It's going to still be the same with those people. And that sorry Congress that's up there, that's not really for the veterans anyway. Not really. Because they haven't voted on nothing to help the veterans. Now we have homeless places. We have homes for the veterans, for homeless veterans now in certain states. And then you go look it up, you will see it. Those are the changes that came about. And he's a vet himself. Maze, I think that's what I, I've said earlier, you know. <laughs> well, I you know, when you first came on, so. You know, mm-hmm. it was 40, it's 41 senators that actually voted against this bill that would have mm-hmm. helped, helped funded, you know, the VA uh, health, um, some health um, issues, and they voted against it. Now, and I always said, you know, you need to find out who did it and get their behinds out of office. And you're right. There's some jokers that have been up there working in the VA forever, and, and as long as you know they're still up there, you know they just they just um, using space. They're not trying to help anybody. You know they're no. just working on their pension right now. And as long as that keeps going, the system will always be jacked up. I don't care what administration you have. You know, lo- you know that's like um, like somebody say on the show all the time. You know what's insanity? Keep doing the same thing over and over again. And basically, the only thing you're doing is changing the head, but keeping the body in in in, in place. Which means you're going through the whole thing over again, just a new head. Which what yeah, is really solving anything? But um, hold on. Let, oh, go ahead, real fast. Mr. Go ahead, Mister Talk. Mister Talk, can I finish? I he said, go ahead. Have, oh, okay. He had have his foot amputated from Vietnam. He's a veteran, a true veteran. He was there for the heart of the people. McCain, I don't know why he's there, and he he gets a hundred percent. Do you ever see him standing up? I mean, to 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 do anything. To benefit the veterans since he's been there, he's 80-something years old, and what has he done? Show me on the record. Well, uh, that's, what I'm, that's my point. That's my point. And he was one of the senators who voted against this thing in February. So, And that's that's my point exactly. 
Yeah. You know, but yeah. But you want to but, scream but, and holler about something else that ain't not even ain't, ain't even ain't well, got nothing to do with it. it. What it sounds like is that the people that voted against the bill are trying to influence policy with the administration. The administration, um, they're in talks with Iran. Thank you. That's it. They're well, in talks. Easy. They're in secret talks. You know, nuclear talks. And I guess there's people that want to derail that. People, there's you know, people, there's people that feel very strongly. Uh, mm-hmm. well, what I- but what I was wondering is when they talked about the Agent Orange, they said that it wasn't there, it wasn't true, and it, it wasn't didn't happen. And all of a sudden, they came out. It was Agent Orange. They fought it. Congress well, ended up fighting against. Well, you're preaching to the choir, man. What yeah. I want Congress to do is to I want, I want Congress to do next week is come to Congress and set a bill to take care of all of the veterans that went and served for, served for this country. Well, Maze, Maze. That's what I would like to see them do. Maze, Maze. Whatever they need is what they should get. They'll they'll probably do something now, now that it's gotten all this attention. Well, see, no, they won't. See, and no, no. no. Listen, see, this is what happened. And like I said, with this bill in February, it was there. All all the good stuff was there for the veterans, but on the underside of it, they was trying to pass another bill attached to it in, in relations in, in in relations to Iran, which meant uh-huh. you, you know they they were so called looking out for the veterans, but as Beasley say, they were doing a little political um, sidestep to get some other stuff passed to make you know for <laughs> you know to make some money basically and and, and well, deal with Iran. But they're trying to control policy. They're trying to control policy. Excuse me, Beasley. Bernie Sanders is going to bring that same bill back to the floor again that they pushed to the side. He's going to bring it back to the floor, and I wonder how many of them are going to vote on it. They're going to stick something else stupid inside like they always do. So it won't pass. So you have to understand also, this is an election year for them. So, Mm -hmm. you know... They 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 really you know they really gonna play this game a little bit now and, and I think that's gonna cloud it up a little bit more. But hold on, I got two more callers want to come in here, so let me bring Michael and um, Mr. Lowe in, and we're gonna start with Michael. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How y'all doing today? How you doing? We're doing wonderful. Right. Thank you to all of the guests, to all the veterans, one veteran to another, and to non-veterans, all your civilians. Wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful, but uh, I like what I'm hearing, and um, you know it says about a laugh at people is talking about that voting does not count and voting is a fraud and the voting system they don't vote. But uh, I like what you're hearing today, Mister Talk said, vote their asses out, meaning that the people has the power, meaning that if we are aware of some things that these senators are voting, remember we're watching their uh, their voting records. And, we, and we're just saying, hey, as you're a voter, you see their voting record, especially as a veteran, you should take this in mind in Arizona. This is being politics. This is being <clears> political. <throat> now, it is a total disgrace, but unfortunately, this is how politics works. It's like chess. It's like, look, give and take. I want you to sign a bill. If you, you want me to do something for you, you got to do something for me. They're playing politics, unfortunately, with this Iran stuff. They're just saying, well, we're giving money to the enemy. We should just give that money to our soldiers, trying to play politics, getting bills passed. This is how it works. I think Beasley, he watched the House of Cards. It's, 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 it's easy. But, see, we have to be aware of this. Us veterans, knowing this, we can be political. And like I said, watch your senators vote on, on certain issues. You can't keep up with certain issues. If a voter wants to just have their issue while they want to kick somebody out or vote somebody in, let that be their, you know, issue. But, uh, yes, I agree. We must kick them out. But playing this politics with Iran 
it's 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 unfortunate, you know. Um, and I think you know they just trying to pin the veterans against another country. I guess the enemy saying why the government is supporting the enemy when that money should be going to the veterans, and and, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. And besides that, they should already have money allotted out. Um, many, you know, they have like about, I think about 100, 120 uh, certain type of veterans, uh, I think councils or administrators or claim representatives around the nation. They need more than that. They're funding the IRS. They're hiring more IRS employees for this health care. 15,000 new IRS employees, federal government agents. Where you are, are you going to hire new uh, veteran administrators or claim representatives so you can get the claim processing quicker? What, what are you going to do? Are you going to hire new uh, technology people so they can try to fix the system so so, that, so they can do more? Um, com- I'm sorry, so they can computerize the system instead of you know going with these paperwork and you know um, paperwork and uh, medical records and things of that nature. Computerize everything, digitalize everything to make you know the process quicker. For as far as the doctors' visits and you know examinations and everything, when you go out outside the VA. You got to make sure that that uh, hospital that's not in the VA system, when you have your treatment, it should be coming to the VA quicker. It shouldn't wait months to get records from another hospital and things of that nature. So um, there's things that we as veterans could uh, can definitely um, can definitely do, but uh, voting is one of them. That's all I have to say so far. Uh, all right, say to Beasley, Bees. Um, I watched the House of Cards on a marathon weekend. It's uh, that, that wasn't that good. It's good, and Spacey surprised the hell out of me. He was he was very good. <laughs> okay, all right, um, Mr. Lowe, are you there? I am here. Okay. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Well, uh, to the other caller, to the other caller that says, "Oh, voting changes things, and all this and all that." Ask Cynthia McKinley if that's true. Because he wanted to change a whole lot of things. You go there with all these ideas and say, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And once you get in the system and you realize, hey, you're either going to. What happened alone? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, while we wait for him to while we wait for him to get back. <laughs> I, I like your opinion. So it's like it's a little bit quiet. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Can no one hear me? Uh-oh, who's okay, back? Okay, all I was saying is um, the thing is this. Uh, to the other caller that says all this voting changes things and everything, uh, ask Cynthia McKinley if that's true because, yeah, she, she figured that she was going to leave Georgia and go up to Washington and change things, and she found out, hey, either you're going to be a part of our system or you'll be outside of our system complaining about our system, and we'll still be here. So all that voting and marching and all of this humbug, it's for nothing. And you're talking to somebody that because of two dates on my uh, DD-214, I have to wait at least 18 months before I find out if, I said if, the people at the VA are going to ever say, oh, yeah, he was in combat. Now, as far as the paperwork, I, in, I, I'm so happy that they have things on paper because in the system, all you got to do is go in and press a button, 
and it's done. It never happened. So if you get you give me a copy and I walk out of there and everybody's happy and hunky dory, then it doesn't matter what you change in your system. So like I said, what say, do you talk? What don't don't answer me because I'm not talking to you. The thing is this. I Ooh. like the fact that there are still some people that believe in hey, we need paperwork behind all this stuff. You putting all this stuff in the computer and I'm just supposed to uh supposed to say, Oh yeah, well they're gonna have it because they I saw somebody type something in the computer. That's nothing. They could have been typing a name while you were sitting there on the other side of that screen. So I say this to say that. Oh, my goodness. With all of this technology that they're going forward with, always remember there's a way for them to deviate from that technology. It's, oh, no, that never happened. And like I say, you're talking to somebody that's been waiting for over a year for these people to change two dates on my DD-214. Two dates. Well, have you been to the DAV, too, or you just went to one place? I went, I went to the oh, VA, to and I, I went to the VA, and I called the people up in Washington. I called the people at uh, 180 Trans Battalion, where I, where, which was my, uh, where my headquarters was at. And they said that, hey, um, we don't have anything past five years ago, so we shredded all that well, information. first of all... No, no, they don't ask May I respond to him real quick? Um, like I said, you don't have to respond to Because anything, he refuted so everything that I said. Well, I just said it because you gave an opposing argument to every. Okay, go ahead and finish, Lord. Then we'll let Michael finish, all right? I don't know why he's he keeps going here. Oh, well, hello, hung up. Oh, man, but I tell you... Yeah, we're going to learn how to do this right. They, they can't get along to save their life. I don't know what's up with them. But go ahead, I don't Michael. They can't get along over here. I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead, on Michael. Go on with your rebuttal. Well, first of all, well, first of all, Mr. Talk, he can't blame it on me because if you play the archives back, Mace was interrupting him going back on before I said anything. First of all, he opposed everything that I said. No, no, I just want to say, I just want to say that he opposed everything that I said. Now, first of all. Unfortunately, though, everyone as a soldier knows that when you get out of the Army, your DD-214 that they give you, you're supposed to hang that up like a degree, What you lose no, no. it for, okay? No, so, but now no, so you... Talk. Wait a minute, Mace. Hold on, Mace. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, Mace. Okay. Go, go ahead and finish, Michael. No, I guess you cut me off because they want me to get excited. I guess they're trying to clown me. But, no, it's not going to happen, Mace. But, listen, um... You, Lowe has to remember that he should always have his DD-214 when he came out the military. Now, they're going to go and computerize the system. On your DD-214, it clearly says that you have been in combat or not, right? But now he's saying that there's consequences of going to the digital systems. I see that there's a lot of pros of digitizing everything because if you lose a copy, you can go there and, you know, get get copies on the CD. They, I mean, they have it. But the reason why they digitize stuff, because a lot of paperwork, right, was just getting lost. People would actually take the original paperwork and throw it in the trash. What is the, what's the difference of them throwing it in the shredder? So, I mean, I haven't had any problems. I mean, I mean, what he's saying is a change. If veterans, if that's happening, I think he should talk to a senator. I think he should say if something he's trying to say that he... 
saying he has no combat on his DD-214. In fact, he went to combat, and that's changed because he's been on digital systems. No, that's a scandal. We have to make sure that's not going to happen. That's crazy. And I'm saying they always have a, 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 a some type of a paper trail. Um, when you get your DD-214, it's two copies. They give you one copy, and the Army has one, and they store that. When they digitized everything, they took the Army's copy and digitized it, right? It's, Mr. I mean, yeah, can, I, Mr. Talk, can I say so, this before I forget? It is, it is what it is. Okay, I have some information you. for long. And no, and, and I want to say he can go to the Freedom of Information Act and find everything he's ever done. He they will have it to him within a month. I know what he's talking he don't have about. To do exactly. all of that. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Why are y'all fighting? Why is this a fight? It turns into a fight. I, 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 I say the same thing. I, I'm not really understanding this. Look, you know, as, as far as my maid says, you know, uh, freedom of. Okay, let me put this out here. You know, um, Michael, I understand what you're saying about DD-214, but let me, let me um, kind of shed a little light on this thing. You know, there are some deployments, okay, to certain parts of the area uh, of the world that will not be on your DD-214. You know, um, and... In order for you to go back and get it, depends on how long the the unit has been around. You know they're only allowed to hold it for so long. Now, once you out, it takes an act of Congress basically to find up because you're the one who has to do the legwork. You're the one who has to work to find this stuff again. They're not going to give you any any, uh, any way to help. They're not going to try and help you anyway unless you just find someone that's really want to stick their hand out there to try and help you. Of course. Of course, you know, everybody thinks, well, it's, it's right here. No, it's not that simple. I wish it was, and that's because of the, 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 um, the um, what, what can I put it, the, the red tape and the bureaucracy that you have to go through. Um, you know, it's, it's a shame, but that's true. Now, as far as the unit low was in, I can tell you they no longer they have uh, they no longer are there. So that makes it even harder now because you have to find someone that was in that unit to tell to try and help you get the information that you need. So there's always more to it than just what's put out there on top. I just wanted to let you know that. But uh, I'm on y'all mics up, and I think Kat wanted to say something. Kat, you had something you wanted to say? Well, I just wanted to talk about. Um, uh, there's a misconception that the VA is free. And for people who are, uh, depending on their percentage of disability, it is free. But if you have... I pay for my medication. Okay, can I, I hadn't finished, Michael. I know I'm you have a show. We're going to have another show, and you can talk all you want. Yes, I you say what you got to say. Hush, y'all. Oh. The really? VA... Even if you have a disability rating, the VA does ask you if you have other medical insurance. We have other medical insurance. The VA bills our medical for uh, at, in the, uh, at the rate of Medicare. Um, so, and then people who don't have disabilities have co-pays, and they uh, pay for medicine, which I'm not saying anything that most people on this line don't know, but I just want to say to people who aren't, aware uh, of how the VA operates, that the VA isn't free for everybody, and they do bill your insurance company if you have medical insurance, no matter who you are. That's all I wanted to say. 
Alrighty then. Well, thank you much. Um, all right, Michael. For every deployment, go ahead. For every deployment you go on, for every deployment you go on, you get a medal. Before you leave that land, they give you a medal. And if they can go back in 1865 and talk about <laughs> troops fought on this day, I'm letting you know if they. Uh, got rid of a unit that Lowe was in. It's a time, place, and date where they got rid of it. So that means it, it, it did exist. And it has a battle, and it has truth, and it has records of it. And I'm just saying, if he has that problem, there's a process, uh, um, there's a ways to do it. What I'm saying is to make it quicker, we need to speed up this process. People need to get their money. And I'm saying use this technology and to make things quicker now. People always say, like, the voting system. Now, he's saying there's a big conspiracy where people go in and change stuff and stuff like that. No, they scan paperwork to stay in the original where you have your signature on it. Everything is scanned, so, I mean, I, I don't understand what he's saying. But if that's the problem, that's something that we can, uh, you know, look, you know, try to look into. Well, Michael, that, that sounds good in theory, but what you have to realize is everything is handled by humans. Okay, and then you have this thing called human um, error, you know, and, and whether you you can find the unit or not, you still have to find out where where your information is. How can you access this information? You know, it sounds a whole lot easier when, when you're on the other side, but, you know, once a unit cases its colors permanently, you know, everybody is scattered. scattered. So, you know, whether you, you retire you ETS. Now, now you got to find out. You have to find out where your records are. You can you know? go. Listen. You can go in there and you can go in there and take them a picture. I got many pictures of me and my buddies know. over there and you know, all that type of shit, bro. I mean, I mean, what yeah, evidence you need? What more evidence you need? If you, I know, <laughs> if a soldier's been over to a war, I'm guarantee you he can prove that out. I mean, he, uh, he can prove it. He got a social security number. He can prove time, place, uh, time, date, and place. Well, how come that they have a problem? Okay. Because they don't know where to look. That's why they have a problem. Because you don't know where to go. If you knew where to go, you wouldn't have no problem. If you file a Freedom of Information Act and you can get your records everywhere you've been and everything you've done, at the time you walked in that door, going in and enlisting, or if you whatever way you went in there. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. You know, but check it out. This, I'm telling you, I know for a fact, not if, what I'm if, hearing. Listen, listen, if it was that easy, do you think we have so many issues that we have now within the VA? Do you think yeah, it would yeah. be that easy? I never thought that was so an everybody issue. Everybody and I had a problem because they know, know where to go. I know the most biggest issue as a veteran is time and process. And I say the technology should come and speed up the process, and they should fire that chief that they got. It's crazy. Why are you waiting? Okay. You know what? I, I think we, we're circling the drain. Anybody else got any new, new stuff going on? Because nope. for some reason, it's not getting to you. You can have all the technology you want, all of it you want. But if the if, if the system is flawed, as we have been saying, it doesn't really matter, you know. And, and let's go back a little bit. A couple of years ago, when they had the so-called sequester, y'all remember that? Yeah. That did. We had the government shut down. That didn't help any either. So, you know, it, it's just 
you know, it's more to it than just that. But in, in case of low, you know, I, I, I'm feeling low pain because there's a lot of deployments I made that's not on mine, and I'm still battling trying to get it. So all this this great stuff y'all talk about, it just doesn't work that easy. It's not. I mean, if it was, oh wow, everybody be hunky yeah, dog, but it's not. It's the people who don't have the problems um, who are telling people who do have the problems, but since they don't have the problems, they've never had to go through all the obstacles. So, And it also depends yeah. on what time you um, exited the military. See, and, and see, once again, that's more to it also. You know, yeah, to, today's military is definitely more digitized compared to when I, I got out, when Lowe got out, when Vietnam vets got out. You know, so you have to take all that into consideration. But the bottom line is the problems are, are, are more than just this. They're systematic, and, and we need, and that's the problem that is causing this whole wide issue with the VA and why our veterans, um, my fellow veterans, are not getting taken care of the way they need to be. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, I just, I- uh, I just, can I ask a question? I'm sorry. How about well, this, Mr. Talk? Hey, this is my solution. Hold, hold, up, this is my hold solution. up, Baze, and hold up, Michael. Hold on. Go ahead, um, Akeem. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say I just posted um, an article. I don't know if you guys read it already, but it was uh, a link that shows a, a history of, of VA problems, and it's, it goes all the way back from 1921, and it stops into today, in 2014. They have stuff as recent as the 30th of May uh, on this this particular list, and it, it's a it's a pretty interesting list. That's why I decided to uh, just post it real quick. You don't okay. have the correct. Uh, this is my solution. Wait, hold on. God dang, everybody will see, and, and this is what I'm talking about. You know, some of y'all are the first ones to claim that they won't let me talk, but you won't let anybody else talk. Hold on, I tell you when you can put your comment in. Okay, thank you. So uh, go ahead, um, 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 cat. I think that's. Go ahead. Uh, tell cloud, uh, cloud that link doesn't work. I don't think you put the uh, whole link in the room. You cut part of it off. Okay. All right. Now go ahead. Okay, Michael. I'll try to resubmit it. All right. Well, forget about the problem. This is my solution with the de- uh, technology now. Why don't you have why a soldier is in the military and he having problems if he has injuries if he's going through stuff stuff when uh, when he goes to sick call over if he's in medical treatment let that v, uh, let that military and that VA system computers be hooked up in combination with the paperwork combination with that meaning like for instance if you if, if, if a doctor is seeing someone and they're agitating stuff in the computer while they're seeing the patient right there in the military let that VA medical system, their records, hook up to that. So when that soldier gets out five years later, his sick calls, what he's been through, is already computerized. They don't have to go into a big, uh, of course, there's going to be a paperwork track, and every soldier needs to take his or her responsibility by making sure they get a copy of their records. When they, every time they go to sick call or every time they go to or get hospitalized, they get paperwork, uh, documentation, your diagnosis. They give you that. We have to take responsibility and keep that. You, I, mean, I mean, you have to have some responsibility to be too, but in the combination of that, 
back back that up because the uh, the paperwork must back up the computers and the paperwork you know is found because it has signatures and then you know you can have a computerized signature when you sign prescriptions they sign digitize everything have both sides as a veteran but then when a veteran gets out they don't have that to sounds go like a good idea working well they can go and say look I Right on the computer, we can see a sick call from five years ago, digitize, blase this, we can click here, do that, blase this. Hook up the military uh, hospitals up with the VA system on um, hospitals. So we want to worry about that. But veterans need to take responsibility. Keep your paperwork. And I'm just saying, your DD-14, when they give you that, and when you agree to sign for that, this is what you do. You hang that up like a degree. That's all. I'm done. That sounds like a real good idea. Why don't you submit that to the channels, or why don't you write that down and put it in a proposal and give it to your congressman, or email it to the president, or and I mean to the political process. Wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute. They they don't even have computers hooked up to the most of the time to the to the different hospitals on active duty. So now what you're trying to say? See, and once again, that sounds good. No, 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 no. There's logistical. Hold on, hold on. Listen, hey, listen, I'm in IT. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Wait a minute. All right, stop right there. Um, that sounds good, Mike. But, but you know, the logistical part of it is kind of hard. But then you want to add, <laughs> you know, then you want to add more, more um, caseload. You know, so now you got computers hooked up with the VA, right, from active duty. All right. And so now active duty soldiers are allowed to go to the VA now for certain things. So now instead of right. – uh, stop listening now. On top of our veterans, right, we got active duty soldiers getting um, appointments at the VA also, which is going to what? And, and make the waiting times even longer, if that's what you're saying. No, I'm not. Hold up. Let me talk as a veteran. Be quiet, Mr. Charles. First of all, let's use Fort Hood as a example. <laughs> yeah, you said it. And me and Mr. Talk were in units 
that look down on going to sick call. You go to sick call and you miss out on some specific training or PT or any of that, you'll be on the crappy detail that they have tomorrow for everybody to do just because yep. you wanted to miss out. We were in units like that. And so, hey, you, 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 eventually you learn to suck it up. Okay, my ankles hurting me, so I already know what I have to look forward to if I don't go out there and play the game with the rest of them, so I'm just going to suck it up. Those were the units that we were in. And the thing is this, after you've been out five, seven, nine, ten years, and those problems start to show up from when you did hurt yourself. Now, you might have went to sick call that one time, and you might have gotten those two or three days off work, off duty for that situation. But the thing is this, the Veterans Administration is going to look and say, hey, um, you didn't complain about it enough when you were in the military. How do we know you didn't hurt yourself? We don't know, skydiving or something. You know, and these are just the situations that you run into. And now, I was telling somebody at the VA, it's a shame, but I was reading something maybe five or six years ago. It was a situation where I don't know what this person's name was. It was the bigwig from the VA said, hey, um, don't be so quick to diagnose the returning soldiers and Marine uh, with uh, PTSD. It's going to cost a lot of money. And somebody that was in the VA that was uh, related to people in the military got a hold of that email and they shot it forward, and, oh, here comes the fire, so, oh, we don't support that, and the soldiers are first, and, all, you know, everything that they got to do. But even though they come out and say, hey, we don't support that idea, everything that they do is supporting that idea, you know, and, and that's just the way a lot of it goes. I mean, you can have all the information you want or need, but if they don't consider you to be service-connected, then you have nothing. And that is a very true point. Uh, go ahead, Michael. Your line is open. Go ahead, Michael. Michael? Okay, I guess he ran away. Mays, you got anything you want to add? Yes, I was just going to tell Lowe all of his records and everything, like, is in St. Louis. Everybody's is in St. Louis. So if he filed a paper and it's something that he needs that he said he was waiting for, he can check it out to see if it works. That's all I was just trying to tell him and give him some information. I information I never heard no one. I called to St. Louis. Every number that they have on file, no, no one answers. Or you file or, it. All right, file it. You have okay. to file paperwork, yes, and send it to them. Okay, so now we filing paperwork and sending them to them, so they're gonna get there, sit on someone's desk until somebody decides to go through it. Then they got to go into the archives, try and find all your records, and hopefully they got it what you want, or you gonna have to get what they're gonna send you, look through it. They don't have it, then you gonna have to do the whole process over again. Which means what? Once again, we have vets waiting on stuff. It, you see, you see the cycle that we're talking mm-hmm. about. Why it's systematic now? Systemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. I even, I even yes. got in touch with uh, Senator Mary Landrew, and uh, mm-hmm. I got a rubber stamp uh, response. But okay, well they sent you and they sent you this same message I'm sending you, saying that they have up until um, they have 12 months to respond to you and all of this and all of that. That was from a senator here in Louisiana, no. that's a representative of Louisiana. So you know, it, to okay. me, it's all a sham. All well, of no, it. It's supposed to be for 30 days. Uh, well, you know, it, it may have time. You can't I just want him to try it to see. Maybe it'll happen. 
Uh, uh, I to get the information, man. That, 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 that was a that was a that Go was ahead. a good that was a good way to handle it, Low. If you'd have got some sympathy, those senators, I had a problem once with, um, well, it's unrelated, but I, I talked to an aide for Barbara Boxer, the senator, and uh, she made a call, and it, it made things happen. See? Unrelated things. But, that, but, that's, but that's the way you guys need somebody with some juice. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, my, my dad was telling me that a guy he know that was in Vietnam uh, fell out of a helicopter. And it just, it just so happened that some man that was a, a senator or a congressman or something, he was coming up the ranks, was standing out there because it was new equipment. And when the guy fell out, they all saw it. And so what happened is when the guy went back in the 90s to get, you know, to try to get some compensation for it, he was running into all types of roadblocks, and so he remembered to uh, that guy that was there. He got in contact with him and said, and the guy was like, yeah, I was there, and, yeah, that did happen to him. I remember that. And right then and right there, everything turned around for that for that guy, everything, because of mm-hmm. one man saying, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, of course, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to uh, out. Y'all was living together. Huh? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> she missed it. Somebody let too. Yeah, I don't think Eric's name is Senator Jackson. Right. I, I, uh, I had somebody to write a letter for me also, but that was no good. I mean, I had, I've had soldiers call me, want me to write them letters, and I've had, you know, so, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, I think, Kat, Kat, you wanted to say something? I thought so she did. Maybe not. Yeah, I, I put myself on mute. Um, yeah, I, I feel for what I'm going through this. Um, um, if you've got, on top of that, if you've got the Congress saying that Agent Orange, you know, um, I'm just taking that as an example, and the Gulf War Syndrome weren't, weren't legitimate, you know, concerns that were caused by, you know, war conditions, then you've got that. But, you know, Lowe, I um, listened to... Uh, I used to live in Dallas, and I went to, that's when I first started going to the VA, was in 2008, I think. And uh, then I moved to Austin, and I got married. And I'm in a different, I mean, the central Texas VA system, they couldn't merge my two medical records because they were using different um, programs for their records. And it's still that way. It took about six months for me to get that mess straightened out. I can believe that. So why, why the question would be, if you have all the same agency, why are they on different systems? Why are they using different systems? Because of funding. They mm. don't do it across the board for, you know, every VA system. And actually, your, your uh, congressmen are the people who fight for the funding for your VAs. Lloyd Doggett, who is the only Democrat I vote for, uh, is the person responsible, God helping George Bush, who I didn't vote for, um, um, got this clinic built here. Had to do anything? Well, no, I'm just saying I'm not. I'm not in for any particular political party. I'm not trying to promote mm-hmm. any political party. I don't know. Well, that, that that makes two of us. 
Yeah. You know, well, in, in bureaucracy, is so systemic. It doesn't matter what the freaking party is. It doesn't matter what the administration uh, is. They don't care, haven't cared. And it's going to take a lot of push from the veterans themselves in order to try to get the juice, in order for us to get what we deserve. It's plain and simple. There's a yes, lot of backlash. There's a lot that. of obstacles. And we have to do it ourselves. And, and the answer to your questions, which are spoken or unspoken, is about how come it can't be done in a timely fashion is because there are turf wars and because it's a centralized government and because they just don't give a damn. When you don't give a damn, this is what happens. It's self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Wow. I do. Joe, Joe, mine eyes have seen the glory. Joe, you told the whole story right then and right there. Mm. I, I bet. And, and I bet General Shashiki doesn't have any problem getting any uh, medical help. I guarantee you. Well, doctor probably, comes, gets, doctor probably gets, comes to him. Nope. And when he gets his ass booted out, Shineski is going to have a nice fat job on K Street. Yeah, and neither mm. does mm. the senators. So you know, the senators mm. don't have an issue either. <laughs> you know, what, they, what? They, four do, star, do four star general. How much do they? How much do they get a month? He's already That's retired. He's been collecting that money. How much? Right. That's over ten stacks a month. That's over ten G's a month. How much, Lo? That's probably more, more than 10? that. Man, Hell yeah. More than $10, a month. yeah. Probably a lot more than that. Um, my friend, my friend was a sergeant in the Marines, uh, and I think he gets six or seven thousand dollars a month. So I know a four-star general probably gets twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a month. Well, a question I have is: um, does, does anybody remember a few, uh, probably a couple of years ago when they was having this problem with these people in in Washington, D.C., paying such a low amount of rent. With, um, where, where was that at? Somewhere in Washington. Uh, uh, in Jose K. K Street, and it, it made me think about this. Those people were staying in very nice um, brownstones and apartments uh, right right down the street from, you know, from the White House or whatever, and they were paying, like, nothing in rent. Was it G Street? or I can't remember what it was, but um, I wish Pianca was here because all of his facts come straight from the computer. We all yeah, it was it was K Street. <laughs> okay, K Street, okay. Yeah, those those people were paying, like, like seven $800 a month when, when, you know, in that area. You're looking at no less than you know twenty five hundred dollars on the low end for rent. You know, privately, so it had to be privately subsidized. Yeah, that's perks. one. That's one. That's one of the. That's yeah. one of the underhanded perks that well, that, that, keep, yeah. that keeps the mm-hmm. system corrupt. K Street is where all the lobbyists are. Right. Imagine that. So why wouldn't <laughs> I? Th- I thought Obama was going to do away with those people. Oh come on. <laughs> oh. Well, they the ones that gave that billion dollars to to, uh, to run with. Look, yeah. look, hold on, hold on, and I'm glad y'all brought that up because that was my next point I was just about to bring up. You know, and guess who they got replacing Shinseki? This guy named Sloan D. Um, Gibson. <laughs> right, who phone? Somebody answer your phone. All right, okay. okay. Um, a guy named Sloan Gibson. Congress called him for Mike to see what his plan is. And uh, <laughs> are you through now? Okay, I, I, um, I had to get it in. Sloan P. Gibson, currently the deputy VA secretary, and he's going to run the department on inter, uh, interim basis. But guess what? This guy's a career banker. Can oh, you hear that? Get it. He's uh, a career uh-huh. banker, 
And he uh-huh. see he came to the department after serving as president and chief executive officer of the USO, a nonprofit organization that provides uh-huh. what we know. And he's also the son of an Army Air Corpsman, corpsman who served in World War II and grandson of a World War One Army infantryman. But my is, my thing is he's a career banker, a yeah. career banker. You know he's that, a legacy. That's, he's a, uh, with legacy, yeah, that, dude, right? That, that's that's <laughs> all over it. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. And the wrong kind of corporation too, then, because you and they also want to privatize it too. So. Goldman Sachs or J.P. Morgan. And you right. also hear let, people trying to privatize VA. Let me tell you something. You can't Which separate. Get out of that. You can't separate the stink from the. You can't separate the stink from the skunk. They come together. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> no separate. No. I don't care what you do. That's right. You got scum from the private sector. You got scum from the public sector. All sleeping together, stinking up the whole place. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, <laughs> so how do we fix? What can oh, we do? Ask, ask Mike. Where's Mike? <laughs> oh boy. I was explaining it. I don't have no solutions. I don't know how to fix most things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I don't have any illusions of my limitations. I, I tell you I, how. I tell you how we can start. I don't either. A way to start is by not voting at all. Oh, I didn't agree on that one. I well, that's, that's you do. From, I don't care. I don't no, 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 no. No, no, no. Listen to me. No, 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 no. I don't ever get to talk. No, 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 no. You can't separate the political from the social. You see, people say that you can vote, but it doesn't mean anything, but that's not true, factually. Wait a minute. Get off Mike, man. Leave Mike. Mike. Uh, oh, no, I'm not, not going to let y'all do that. I'm not going to let y'all no, do no, that. No, 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 no. No, this is the way I feel about it. I mean, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 shut up, no. no. Okay, well, you get the treatment that he gets here. All right. Yeah. All right. Now, like I with Michael's bullets. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and give me one more. Like I said, don't vote. I mean, people people in this country say, oh, well, you know, it's our democratic right to vote. If you had more than, let's say, 75% of the population does not vote, uh-huh. that would raise a a question. Why why didn't all of these people vote? They have the right to vote. It's their right. They can make changes and all of and and you come up to Joe on the street and Joe says, Hey, my voting doesn't count anyway. I have voted for the last forty seven years and it mm-hmm. hasn't mattered one way or the other. And I feel the same way as the other people that that didn't vote. And you know, you have CNN out there asking questions. They don't care but they're gonna ask questions. And the rest of the world can actually look at it and say, Hey, you know what? America's ways aren't as wonderful as we thought they were. Mm. Well, I don't know all counts, but you know what's going to happen? Here's the fly in the ointment. Let's say you've got the 75% of don't vote. CNN goes out there, and they they expose the whole thing. And so the Americans are saying, yeah, we're not voting anymore. And then the politicians say, it's your right to vote. Veterans have died for your right to vote. You know what they're secretly hoping for? That you continue not to vote because if you don't vote, the incumbent automatically stays into office, and which means no change whatsoever. 
Actually, that's not true. And the reason why it's not true is because the other 25% of the people, well, let's say 23%, and other two that says, hey, you know, I'm going to vote for um, this party or that party, the other 21, 22% that votes for the majority, which would be, uh, okay, you've had Obama for eight years. Right. Then next next coming is going to be a Republican. So you have the 23% vote for the Republican or you can even split it, uh, let's say, 65-35, and uh, they voted, so nobody else matters because you had enough people to vote in and out a new incumbent. Well, that's assuming that the 25% who do vote aren't going to be the amp- uh, represent the apathy that's been going on for uh, for decades now. But that's- so you have 75% who don't vote, 25% who still think that the votes count. Guess what happens? They're going to vote along the same lines that they've always been doing before. So instead mm-hmm. of having 50 million vote, now you've got 10 million voting. But the 10 million are still going to vote the same as if the whole as if the whole 50 million were voting, and you probably have no change. It's like we've been having no change the past few decades. I agree with that. So you stop treating these people like they're rock stars or television stars, and maybe you get somewhere. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be a um, um, a journalist, and I'm asking questions. Oh, and we're okay. walking, and we're walking, and I'm asking questions. And then once we get to the elevator, you say, "Hey, this is just for me. You can't get on the elevator, so bye." No, mm-hmm. we shouldn't have it like that, mm-hmm. but we do. People are treated like they're uh, celebrities, and you know they're celebrities. The senators privileges I- they don't need or shouldn't have. Yeah, I, I say piss on them all. I, you know, I want Eric to have some. Uh... Uh, some of his senators and congressmen come on here and let me grill them like I've grilled them on other uh, other shows. I've had a couple of them. I've had a couple of them say to me, and to the host, I didn't come here to be asked these kind of questions. And then I interrupted and said, "Well, you shouldn't have run for office." Right. That's a good point, Joe. You know, because I I don't give a you know these this rock star status that you're talking about is absolutely true. And every time I hear a fucking sorry, every time I hear one of these scumbags on one of these national shows, and these national pundits are saying, well, sir, it's nice to have had you here. I was glad to get your point of view. What the hell did he talk about? Nothing. Nothing. They're all full, they're all full of it. They talk a good Smoking game. mirrors. Yeah. Smoking po- mirrors. Polished, polished liars. Polished Absolutely. liars with no substance. Right. I spoke about this earlier. You know, I worked in downtown Los Angeles for years, and I... You know, being politically aware, I knew a lot of the political figures from city councilmen to to state senators. And if I recognized them, I would say something to them. And I'd say, hey, how you doing? You remember me? They go, oh, yeah. I never met him a day in my life, you know. Hey, hey how you doing? Remember me? Oh, wow. Yeah, hey, great to see you again and everything. Great to see you again. They look over at his watch or he'll talk to someone else. Say, nice seeing you. Hey, take care. Take care. Mm-hmm. How's your dad? Well, you get, they said that you And you know what? And I was like, you know, you guys aren't the fakest bunch of rascals and characters I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. You got anybody that would down there on that job. <laughs> now, if anybody that would be so fake and lie and, 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 tell a, and tell a lie so effortlessly, you know, there's really truly something wrong with them. They're, they say that all politicians, that they're like some of the truest narcissists of all. I mean, mm-hmm. how quick do they like to jump in front of the camera or, mm-hmm. or in front of a microphone and talk? They're like some of the people that call into these shows. 
Yeah, but they don't get to they don't get to jump in front of a camera. Hey, um, I, I don't want to I don't want to change the conversation. Go Mr. ahead. Talk. Um, Mr. Oh, my, Mr. Right. oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Talk, Mr. Talk. Um, but quick question. Um, if I go back in your archives, could I actually hear about what happened the other day? I didn't hear it, and I was told about uh, it. And I really want to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear. I want to hear. So bad. I'm not calling anybody. Anybody? When your homie got exiled, I want to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. When they put him out the pasture, that was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, was it the no. day before yesterday, Lo? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's in the archives. You can go back in the archives. Okay. I will. De- hey, I will definitely do that. And I hope you're listening, you bastard. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway, oh, you know what's funny, Lo? Oh. Let me give you a spoiler. <laughs> Let me give you a spoiler. Um. First off, Mr. Mr. Solution, you cannot talk about me and my son in the same breath talking about how three were you. You are now, therefore, banned from the show. Ding, 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 ding. Who's this? Who, who do I have here? Hello, Eric. This is Mr. Solution. Bye. And then, ding, 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 Mr. Solution. I mean, no, Mr. No, Eric, you no, hung no, up on me. Bye. I, I, I'm, 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 I like Mr. Solution. I'm a Mr. Solution fan, but when he called back the second time, what he said was, hey, Eric, why'd you hang up on me? And he hung up on him again. Why well, you hang up on me? You're I mean, listening. All right, you're not listening. You're listening, and you wonder why they hang up on you. Oh, I wasn't trying to change the conversation. I just wanted to find out whether it was true or not. You want to change the conversation. You love changing the fucking conversation. What are you talking about? All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about something real fast. Donna Sterling, they got a buyer for the, what you call it, the guy in Microsoft. But wait a minute, was this the same guy that just backed down the other day because uh, he, <laughs> the LBG caused him to step down from Microsoft because he had given money to um, an anti-gay group? Is oh, this not the Microsoft. Same guy? That was... Um... Oh, oh, that wasn't the same guy? Okay. No, no. It was um wasn't it was a non profit uh, oh yeah, it was uh, I vaguely remember that. Where where do those non profit people come up with all their money? Mm. Is the question. Mm. Donation. No, that was my bad. It wasn't non profit, it was you know the NBA, the NBA is a non profit. Yeah, well you can <laughs> you, know, you can rent you could arrange the books and so where well, they don't really yeah. where they don't make a profit. I mean, it could be heavy in salaries. You know, mm. I, I have a I have a friend that has a nonprofit and he and he mm. operates on donations and he takes one hundred seventy five thousand dollars a year out of there. But he took no. Well, he, he did. He does do good work uh, in the community, and it took him maybe ten fifteen years to get it to where he has it now. I had a list of all the quote-unquote non-profit organizations and how much the CEOs and the actual people that head those organizations yeah, that's make what that's a year. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so uh, what's, what's his bastard's name? Uh, Kenneth Copeland, you know, he's there with the, the little, United Way. That's the biggest one. Yeah, African kids, and he's there and doing this little talk. And oh, I remember Kenneth Copeland. Yeah, he's yeah, 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 Oh, that's yeah. the guy that gives the thing on TV when they show you the kids living in mud with flies all over them and tell them to give you mm-hmm. 50 cents a day. Right. They mm-hmm. were, like, really hey, working on you. Yeah, one for the veterans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much, does, how much does he? How much does he make a year doing that? 
got to be at least 150 pounds. No, I'm sure he makes more than that. How much is his? Yo, are you serious? <laughs> that, guy, that, that guy has that guy has um, ocean. Uh, is it oceanfront property? I think like eight or nine. Oh, in Malibu. Cessna jets. Yeah, Cessna oh. planes, something like that. Eight or nine got planes. Private jets. Oh, so he yeah. might command. He might he might take a million or two a year plus perks. Really? Mm. I'm gonna give him better than that. I mean, sitting there, and I know watches. Trust me. And sitting there looking at the twenty-five thousand dollar watch he has on his wrist every day. Don't. <laughs> they don't give those don't, away. Don't hate what? the player. Hate the game. I, I like not on, hating, it, brother. It's all the truth. It's not. That's that's not put it in hating. It's real. It's the truth. People, when people say, them. "Hey, hey, Brian, uh, uh, Brian B, whatever. Hey, you got a raspy voice. When somebody say that nowadays, oh, you're hating on him. You want that? No, I'm not. I don't want that. I it's just was using raspy. a little. Ca- I was just using a little catchphrase. I know. And I, know. I, 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 you know, because I'm not above doing some shit like that. <laughs> you know, I, I live in a world. I'm independent. I have to constantly reinvent myself. Mm. And you're making lights go off in my head. All you got to do is fly over somewhere and get some pictures and some film of some kids like, you know, Princess Di with flies um, all over them and dirty and everything and li- yeah. living in a real messed up place. Take some video of them. Give them some oatmeal. Give them some oatmeal and, and some lollipops or something. Foundation. Hold on. Give them, man, the Beasley Foundation. That's a good name, too. Oh, Listen, but trust me, I've had I, I've, I've had – Epiphanies and ideas, and have turned them into money makers. Why? Why? You know, you got to be got to hey, be creative out here. No, all right. Well, then you buy you buy some television time. You buy some television time, and the donations rolling in. You just make sure you keep throwing them kids some oatmeal and give them some shots or whatever every now and then, and some bottled water. I hope, I hope they rob you. <laughs> oh, this guy. <laughs> but, but, but you know, as far as Donald Sterling, oh my lord. <laughs> Oh, the Donald thing is, man, I don't care what he gets. Oh, I don't care what he come out with. It don't. It, it makes me no difference at all, man. I'm gonna tell you why. You have so many people now, especially in this country, which is a country that's built and based on murder. You have so many people in this country as hypocrites. I would rather somebody say, "Hey, you know what? I don't like you. Hey, I don't want you to be around me." Hey, I don't have anything to do with you, as opposing to the phony, smiling, yeah, geeking in my face. And as soon as they get home, I hate him. I hate him. I hate his mammy and his pappy. I hate him. I don't want him around me. They smell like wet dogs. You know, I would rather rather have a person just come straight out and say, hey, I don't want to be around you. I don't want you around me, nor my, or your kind. I would respect them as opposing to the phony. The mm. phony is going to smile, and they're going to lie, and they're going to pretend. You just talked about the uh, um, the celebrities. I'm going to call them celebrities because they're not congressmen or senators. They're celebrities living on their celebrity status. So you just talked about that. That's all they're doing, playing a part. Mm. So, wow. It is what it is. Yep. 
Yeah, well, I think uh, I think actually the guy who's supposed to be selling them, I mean buying them, I think they in cahoots. I, I don't know how, but I got a feeling they kind of in cahoots. But it's okay. It's yeah. gonna come out. It's gonna come out. But hold on, let me bring Renee in. Renee has a very important announcement she want to make, and I want to make sure I get her in before everybody uh, goes off. That's not gonna get on the air. Um, we are going into overtime, so three four seven eight three eight six two two. We got about. A, 10 minutes left in the show, so you want to continue to hear the show live, get on the phones and um, <clears throat> and, uh, and be listening because we are going in overtime. All right, so let me bring Renee in real fast. Okay, Miss Renee, how you doing? Hi, everybody. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. <laughs> yes. Oh, good. Uh, <clears throat> Go ahead and put your announcement out there, darling. Okay. Um. I was going to tell everybody two things. Well, one, I'm debating this Sunday night um, someone named uh, Cleo Monago. Um, he's very easy to, to look up. Um, but um, I will be debating him on Blog Talk Radio. I posted the link uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in the chat room, and I'll post it again before the show ends, too. Um so that should be good because he is um he is over something um called the black men's exchange and it's gay black men and he, but he is a black um he is not a fundamental he is pro black I'll say that and his so he comes from <clears throat> a certain standpoint on things probably that we can agree on certain things, but maybe not certain other things. So he's known for um, for that and some of the work he does, but he coined a phrase, excuse me, called um, same-gender love. So, yeah, we're going to go into a bunch of that type of thing. So it, it should be very good. Um, and next Wednesday night um, from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m., Central um, will be my show, and so you guys listen if you remember. Um, but I'll post the link uh, in the chat room and um, my Facebook. Thank you. Gay, gay, gen, gay. What do you say? What she? How do I wait? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to put two things together. How, how are you pro? Hey, <laughs> what you doing? What you doing is gonna cut them off. What you doing is gonna cut off you. How you pro you? I don't understand. Hey. And I and I say that as stupid as I can because what what was just said about what that guy believes, what that guy believes is stupid. Yeah. And, um. You know, or the person that says, "Well, I don't believe it," and anybody want to be born that way? They're not born that way. They oh. chose to be that. We're going to go in. We, I'm going to tell you that now because he is very passionate, and as I am as well, and he, you know, he's well-known and things, and, you know, he's my elder and everything, but he's passionate <clears throat> about the things he speaks about. And, um, you know, I was looking at some of his videos, and we kind of had a little – Talk on Facebook the other day, so he was like, "Okay, save it for the show, save it for the show," because some of his people were—he's got some minions and people that were like, 
not happy with some things I said. So how old is he? You're gonna call in, so you know we'll we'll see how this goes. But um, the guy who showed it is he's very on point, and um, he you know he set this up, and uh, so it, we agreed to be respectful and, and professional or, or decent rather, and so we're gonna see how it goes. How, ma'am, how, how old is he? You said he's your How old is he? Yeah. All right. I think maybe in his late 40s. Oh, oh. Is, okay. oh. is, he, is he a top or a bottom? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say you wanted to know. I'm going to say this guy, he might be Bert. Uh, he might be versatile, uh, Beasley. See? Oh, <laughs> No, why did that even? Nowadays, a lot of them are versatile. I think they do both. So, but hey, I can ask. And the point is going to be about what? Uh, uh, Y'all going to get equal time to talk? They titled, yeah, they titled the show. Ronald titled the show. um, Gay is the new, is gay the new black? Whatever. And that's the topic he came up with. Instead of I didn't come up with the topic, he uh, Cleo didn't come up with it. That's what the show hosts came up with and you know, we agreed to do it. So. Well I'm I'm asking how the hell, how the hell could that even be coined the topic? I mean I, how can Easy. That's, that's the easy. new black for people that want to know what they're doing oh, and, and, oh, and all that's in the business. Not it. <laughs> you, if you know if y'all so sure, I can tell you how that can be. If if you look at the way society is going today with the with the reality TV shows and, and the way you know it's being portrayed, yes, it is actually can you know can be uh, that question no. needs to be asked because if if you look more and more with with the LBG with the gay agenda the way it's going right now and the way you know especially with the housewives all these housewives shows mm-hmm. if you look at it, you showing the black men, they showing the, the the black men on there all dressed up like women, and you know, a honey child and all this stuff. So I think, and, and it's it's destroying our our community. So I think that's a dang on yeah. question. I really do. So, I mean, I said, well, can I talking? Dang, that's my show. I pay. Golly, you know, and I think that is a question. Yes, I'm not saying I'm for it because I think I've been on record here more than once saying, you know, I'm not for that. But, um, you know, I think that's a good question and it does need to be brought up, you know, because well, a lot of folks still, a lot of folks still, Mark, you know, going for it. But that's well, the way I feel. Go ahead. What's, I'm a step what, what's, step what's the, the gentleman or the gentle person's name she's going to be debating? <laughs> I'm not going to You know what? I said I'm tired of this subject, but I got a feeling they got something for you. You don't yeah. go mess with the you don't go mess with a bunch of gays, man. They're gonna ambush you. You keep walking into these hey. traps. You need a coach. I, I tell you, this. you need a life I coach that knows how to see these well, things. You need some vision. What's the gentleman's you know, name? I'm gonna look this. him up. What's the guy's no, name? They can say what they want. They can say what they want. I have what I have, and they have what they have. And you tune in and listen. Thank you. What's the guy's name? Cleo C L E O Monago M A N A. G-O. That sounds nasty, yeah. huh? Monago. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, he's a nice looking. Are guy. you going to be asking questions to Renee? Am I going to be what? Asking them questions? Well, it's a debate. 
It's the only right. question I want you to ask him is to give the history of how long he's been out there and what he's been doing and why people have never noticed.
to where people really know who this is. But yet, they're on the cover of Time magazine. Because they're trying, trying to advertise They're trying to advertise something that's not for the people to believe that that because I tell, just like I tell you, when you see the gay march, it's not you. Well, when when, anyway, when it I don't is, know what I mean, when it is, 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 when when our people go out there, they go out there wide open. They do, and that's what that that see. They took my video, they banned my video, and this video is so on point on everything they banned it. And then somebody sent it in to Glad or whatever, so the video is completely banned. I cannot get it up anywhere. And mm-hmm. but the video is talking about that, and it's talking about how, you know, all these things were perpetrated on us during slavery. The abused became the abusers, and it showed how that perverse, perverse sex and all that stuff came into our culture just from from being here, coming from you know, uh, our native land, and then the things that they did to us, the men and the women, and then right. how that you know. It's seeped into our culture. That's why we have this VL thing even now. That stuff's been going on for hundreds of years. And that's also why we have molestation, a lot of molestation in the black community. People don't talk about it. People keep it keep it quiet, even though it's like something like 60% of black women have been uh, molested. You know, so it, it, it's like we have all of these secrets. But with the gay black people now, I was showing how, the whites, how they had their gay pride events, and, I mean, they are outrageous. Y'all should see some of the pictures I put up, but, I mean, they had on nun costumes that were little bitty short men with short these rubber dresses on them, chains and ribs and tied up and leather and all of this stuff. And, you know, and then I put up, how, and I said, and black folks caught right up with them. Then I put up all the pictures of the gay Black parade, uh, the gay uh, black gay pride parade, and I show exactly how now our people, our black men specifically, are doing this same what I consider nasty or perverted BS, walking around with all of this this stuff on and doing all of this in public. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. You focusing on them, and you're not looking at what looks like you. Somebody might convince you one day if you forget to where you're supposed to be by watching that. Maze, what planet are you I on right now? I'm on planet. I know exactly what she's saying. I know exactly what she's saying. Question, the question is, did you get the message? Because the message is, the message is in everything, in everything is centered around you or watching that. not keeping the commandments. Mm-hmm. We will never come out of the situation we in if we don't. Never. And that's just the way it is. As long as we try to live and be like wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I wanna I wanna specify something. I ain't never wanna be like the Joneses. I wanna specify something too. We were always supposed to live separate from other people. And as long as we did and we kept what we were supposed to we would have been okay. But we went out and we right. at everybody. Who told else. you this? Where do you get this to from? Be like out of the, Where do you out get this from? Out of the Bible. Out of the Bible. The Bible. The Bible tells you that different ethnicities should be separate from each other. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Even in the New Testament, even in the New Testament, come out from among them, my people, and be ye separate, quote unquote. So. All right. Well, I guess I guess I guess I guess modern I guess modern society and the world have years have been going against the Bible for a long, long, long time. Well, modern society does not mean it's correct. Just that's and, and and that's something that annoys me. When people say progression, that, that's not progression. Just because we in 2014 and this stuff is going on, that means that's progress. You what evolve, stuff? What like stuff? Homosexuality, homosexuality, no, or or or, or people of different of ethnicities. I'm trying to ask you a question. Homo, you're talking about homosexuality or people of different ethnicities intermingling amongst one another. We oh. were not even supposed I'm talking to marry those. Hold on, hold on one second. Let me, let me, let me, let me interject real quick, Renee. Beasley, we were not even supposed to marry those people. Oh God! You, and you know the funny thing is, Lo, is that you live in Louisiana. You know what I don't Huey Long? You, but you know brother. what Huey Long said. You know what Huey Long said. He said, "I'll give a bottle of bourbon." To any pure white man in Louisiana, Brother. Louisiana Louisiana is the capital in the United States when it comes to the intermixing of the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you why got, I keep saying. If you're Louisiana, I would bet if they did a DNA test on you, you would have anywhere from 16 to 25 percent. Uh, European, white, French uh, blood in you. Well, that that's why mine doesn't go back to Louisiana for one thing. And the other thing is uh, everything I stack and back up with a fact. And, again, we were never supposed to live amongst those people and give our children to them nor take theirs. Mm-hmm. You see, everything that's being perpetuated now it's for us to go and be like other people. The craziest thing I saw today, somebody sent me a text message of a guy from a small town in Arkansas having sex with a horse. Mm. A, black, mm. a black dude. What the heck does that have to do with race mixing? That's now you're not talking about, now you're talking about species mixing. If I can finish. If I can finish. That's not yeah. a lot. If I can finish. What happened is, he looking at what they doing. He wanted to go and do what they doing. So it's the exact same thing now. You have these black people coming out. They all over the place trying to push somebody else's gay agenda. If, if white people wasn't yeah, pushing all this gay crap, mm-hmm. it wouldn't mean nothing. They wouldn't have it on TV nowhere. At now, Cleo said. Now, Cleo said. You know what, Lo? If I put if I put on some sheets, if I put on some sheets. Uh, and put you on some sheets and gave you a white hood, I couldn't tell the difference if it was a black man talking or the Ku Klux Klan. The it same difference. Now, Cleo said himself. It's the same story. Cleo said himself that the he is completely against the white gay establishment or whatever, and he said they are the KKK. But if you if you think about it in those terms, and you see now all of this stuff they pushing these black gay people in the front, I do not how gay black people are that deaf, dumb, and blind that you don't see you are being used. You are being used to be the test pilot, to be the experiment, to break the ice, 
so that if they throw out there a black person, it also breaks the ice and it also aligns with civil rights because it becomes harder to separate discrimination when you have a black person who's also gay. And they don't realize what they're doing. And this type of behavior, this type of stuff is not of us. It's not of us. So to look on Time Magazine and see this big old black man with this wig and dress and stuff on, maybe you are a man. I don't give a damn what you say you think you feel like, and I ask this transsexual. What do you mean? How does a woman feel? Tell me that. Because he said, I feel like a woman. How does a woman feel then? Tell me how a woman feels. You can't because you are a man and you are in a mental situation. See, this is this is the problem. These people are mentally ill, and I'm going to keep it real. And they're not people don't like that, but they're mentally ill. Because why in the hell would you tell these people that they're, they're okay and then you have them get all these surgeries, mutilating themselves, cutting themselves up, doing this, taking them hormones, that stuff screws them up, taking hormones, mutilating themselves, and then saying these people are mentally sane. And they still not a woman. Man, you are evangelical. You are evangelical about this stuff. You do not. <laughs> I can't I even swear understand. To God, I swear, you know what? I swear, I want to jump up and say amen sometimes. You are well, evangelical. You are. Yeah, I, I admire your zeal. I really admire your zeal. Here you go. I know it gets old for someone having to be around you with you harping on this stuff nonstop. I you have a right to feel the way that you do. You don't like but the presentation of you, so you don't like the information at all, and I don't care. You don't know what you I like. I don't like what I what, 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 what the tyrant is discussing homosexuality all the time. I'm interested. That's one. That's probably on the top a thousand things that I'm interested in. That's probably. Close to 999. Well, that's you. Are we not two different people? This is know, a specifically that's you, my would, would platform you, that I'm speaking that, on. You this is something I'm working on a documentary for. Excuse me. This is something I'm working on a documentary for. This is something that I'm speaking on that's my platform. People have many different things. So, and Do I don't think speak that you're about something I don't this. know about. So if I'm speaking on it, I know about it. I don't give a well, damn wait, what wait, you wait. think about me. That's oh, you. I'm just asking you a question. It's funny. It's funny that he, you know what, and you know, the funny thing about it is, the funny thing about it is. I'm not gay. Why are you mad at me? These people will shove this in your face day in and day out on the television, on music. Oh, well, so-and-so came out. It's on the radio. But you were not supposed to say a damn thing against it. They shove right. it in your face every day. And then the dumbass old black man is holding us back. Well, why are you so worried about it? Exactly. But see, this is my Hell, thing. No, this no, that's a good people. question. Why? Outside of the political agenda. Outside of the political agenda, which is trying to affect all of us uh, through legislative means, why are people afraid of this? Why are a lot of us. People are afraid of a lot of things that they won't admit they're afraid of. No, but they're... Wait a minute. Let, let, me, let me set that straight. Hold on. Okay. You're ready to fight over this about. stuff. Homophobia. I'm not afraid because there's nothing new to me. And, and, and anti-homophobia. And you scared? I'm not scared of not a damn gay person. I'm not scared of gay people. I don't hate gay people. If, I, if there's could, a gay person, could, person I don't have no problem with them. It's not like I go up to them and ask them. You know, you know this out. conversation with but this guy that's time, coming up, it's going to go bad. 
But at the same time, black folk need to quit doing this reactive bull. And that is, we wait for stuff to get stopped. These people are having an attack on us. Y'all don't see that? Y'all little boys is running that around here thinking they girls. What is the problem that black people can't be aware of? And it's crazy because I don't want to one day be like, I told you so. I don't want to one day be like, I told you so. But looking at how things go now, holler at me in three to five years. The problem is that you want to know what they're doing in the bed? You want to know what they're doing behind the doors? That ain't my business. Nobody's talking about what they're doing that's in the what bed. That, that's this what they're doing. This stuff is being aimed at your children. Hello? So what's your mm-hmm. That's what it's about. about y'all not seeing that because y'all older so people, and you don't realize they're not our moms. He's trying to save get little kids from getting gay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I'm listening to y'all, and you know what? I got to admit, I agree with Renee and Lowe. I do. And I'm not scared of them, but I, I agree with it. You know, it's, it's something that needs to be stopped, and it's out of hand. You know, it's out of hand. It really is. But hold on. Cat want to say something real fast. <laughs> Hello, Cat. You on the line. Go for it. She she hates the fags, too. I just say as a white person, I've never known another white person that screws horses. Yes, they do. Well, I don't know. Well, they got dogs, cats, and everything else. And they want to marry the well, animals. Hold on. Well, I don't know any people. Can somebody please, 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 please pass me the popcorn? I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to entertain right now. Because you got a picture of No, that man that went to jail that was messing with the horses about a year ago. He went to jail for messing with the horses. going to be screwing horses. I guess you didn't see that on the news. Actually, actually, Kat, I'll say this. Actually... You know what Alexander the Greek died from? <laughs> no. Syphilis. Syphilis. He was a uh, fantastic he had sex. He had sex with anything he could, man or beast. Alexander <laughs> the Probably. Greek. They call him Alexander the Great, but he's not, in history, it's Alexander the Greek. He had sex with anything that he could, <laughs> and he died from a bad case of syphilis. So he's the he father was a he was, no, I didn't, no, I didn't say he was the father of any of that. I said he had a terrible case of syphilis. Yeah, and Catherine the, Catherine the Great, she died, and another white woman, and she died because they had a contraption built up. They took a horse and was going to put it on top of her and lower the horse down on the wow. horse. And <laughs> the, horse, the whole thing broke and, and fell on top of the woman and crushed her to death. Catherine the Great. Yeah, two great people that they call great right. in history. This now, is just... listen, I agree with Renee about the Europeans in the 19th century. The leisure class had t- the men who wanted to have sex with uh, males. They couldn't do it in proper in, among their own peers, so they had sex mm-hmm. with their slaves. I totally mm-hmm. agree with Renee about that. But, the, but, but, but then the biggest lawsuit in this country is because of the Catholic Church that turned these boys out. Mm. And nothing was ever done about it. Well, kind of something, something that was said. And, 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 and let's be it's clear. Let's started. be clear about pedophilia. People want to, now, now I'm going to say this. People want to say, oh, well, gay people are not pedophiles. Now I'm going to say this. I'm not going to say every gay person is a pedophile or anything like that. But I will tell you what. Uh, statistics say, which is that 
homosexual men are seven times more likely to be pedophiles than a heterosexual man. That's all I'm going to say. I do recall. I recall watching uh, the the movie The Gladiator, and it was one Mm -hmm. scene in there. When when the guy was about to kick that other guy off into that deep pit, and it was the, the crazy thing about it, I did some research, and those people that were considered uh, uh, what was their name, Leonidas or whatever, uh, those were actually our people. So they had Caucasians play the part. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, anyway, the thing is this: if you listen to what he says when the guy says, "All we want is earth and water," mm-hmm. um, he says. Well, you went to the Greeks before, and those boy lovers, if they turned you down, how much more? And I'm like, I I didn't hear that at first. And then I went back and watched the movie again, and the Greeks were well known for uh, having sex with children. Oh, yeah. That's what it was about, pederasty. They they had uh, homosexuality. Pederasty and um, uh, uh, and, um, bestiality. Those three things were very well documented and known coming out of Europe, coming out of the Roman Empire. You don't know or hear of those things from Africa. You just don't. Well, 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 Renee, I'm going to have to cut you off right there, baby, because we're not from Africa, honey. Well, I'm just saying, uh, people of our skin tone. Where 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 are we from, Lo? <laughs> we are from Jerusalem, my brother. Oh, uh, well, that's only okay. the chosen people, um, Lo, that are from Jerusalem. I, I was born I was born in Los Angeles. I don't me, I don't care where you were born. <laughs> you see now now what happens is the ignorant, foolish black man comes in with the foolishness. You get to talking about things. Oh, you are man, stop taking yourself so seriously. I was born in Chicago. I can see you in front of Joe right now, shucking with your head now. Oh, Joe, get off my head. Oh, oh, Low, you're a big. You don't understand anything about. You don't understand anything about science and people, and you're constantly looking for differences. Yeah, there's differences, but the differences aren't biological and they're not genetic. Because is that a fact? the fact is that of the fact? matter is, whether is you like fact? it or not, 99.9% of all people are genetically the same. The, uh-huh. difference, the differences among the humans are very slight, and there are far mm-hmm. more but similarities we than are their differences. Different, we are made different for a reason. Mm-hmm. If we, now, I don't care what religion you believe in. I don't care if you are atheist, whatever. It does not matter. Okay. There's still Where's cat? Male. Don't let them talk about white There's people like this cat. And female, as if there are multiple races or ethnicities or, or what have you. If we were all meant to be the same, okay, if we were meant to mix genders and mix races, then why didn't things start out that way? No matter how they came about, why didn't they start that way? We are the ones getting into this modern, quote-unquote, time, talking about we've evolved and we've progressed. But we haven't because we've gotten farther and farther away from our true nature. And that's why people say, because uh, somebody asked me, well, is a gay man a real man? And I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, and this is my, my feeling. Is a gay man a real man? In my oh. opinion, no. 
and I'm going to tell you why. Because, and, and this is my definition, what? okay? A man is a, a package of things. It's a package deal. So him having integrity, respect for himself, and others, so on and so forth, okay? However, now, we know to have sex and be romantic with a man is a feminine trait by nature. That's how we all came into existence, okay? It's female being with male sexually. So if you are a man being with another man sexually, you stepped outside your nature as a man. So how can you step outside your nature but still want to be considered a man because you are doing what right now with a female feminine trait? So, so I like cannot say you are wow, that, that was that was what about the lesbians? They're certainly feminine traits when they get together. So how do you explain that? They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. What, what about the lesbians? What? The lesbians are displaying feminine traits, one female to another, so that disrupts exactly. the nature. So. Not a female, there's no masculinity but, there. So. Exactly, but this is yeah. the thing, though. You should see some of them butch ones I've seen. With hey, no on. matter. With boots on and big, big broad shoulders, big, broad, broader than mine, and a razor cut. And, and let me tell you, they will step to you. Wait a minute. They will step to you like a man will step to you. No, nah, they, they won't step. step they won't step. They won't step to me. No, I'm saying a lesbian to another woman. I'm saying a lesbian to another woman. They might step to a they man will, too, but I, I'm not the one. I don't know. To. But they will step to you how a man steps to you, like to try to talk to you or say things. It's like, well, what the hell? No, uh-uh, hell no, no, But the thing about it, the thing about it, no. The thing about it, she can come. She can come there with all of that on, but if you grab her between her legs, you won't feel right. what a, you won't feel a man. Wait a minute, my mom at her job is a woman who's a lesbian. Why would okay. I cry? I want to grab bro- one of them big, burly-looking bras between the legs. <laughs> go ahead, she's go a, ahead. Man, you might do, man. I got some yes. class about myself and some taste, man. I have to listen yes. to what you said. She's a good person. She's a male in a relationship with her partner or her woman. And they had a baby. Her her brother uh, gave his, you know, to the the wife of her wife, and they had a baby and all this stuff. Okay, now this woman is very masculine, very, very masculine. Yet this happened. My mama said (laughs) she walked in the bathroom, and this happened in there getting a damn on had out of the machine in the women's restroom. And my mama said she just turned around and walked out. Now, you're supposed to run around here trying to act like you a man, masculine, and everything else, and then you go in here, you on your menstrual cycle, which happens to women. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. these people are so confused and out of their damn Absolutely. mind. Absolutely. It's confusing. You're running That's around here with cramps and everything else, but you a man. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on, one second. Hold on one second. Hold on, you keep stopping me. No, I, 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 I yielded to you the past three times. Let me go this time, Lo. So it's obviously that you feel that this is like a major problem, and it's, 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 it's you're, you're passionate about it, and you obviously feel. What do you suggest as a, a solution? How are you going to well, stop? How are you going to first step? How are you going to stop homosexuality? Because don't get me wrong. Don't get speak against it. I'm asking. I'm asking Doctor Bass with the PhD in homosexuality. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you know. Um, Number one, I recognize that you've done some research and some studies. It's not going to be. 
how, are you, how, are, how are you going to stop this? I might okay. help you. There's no way. Wait a minute. There's no way to stop it. God what we need it. to do. Wait a minute. Listen. Number one, we have to realize it's a problem. Now, if the black community, wait a minute. If the black community keeps turning their head, just like we do with everything else. Uh, you know, okay, you, some of us you're do. getting through to some me. You're do. getting through to me. They I look, do not want everybody to be gay. How are we going to stop it? What can I do today? They look, I'm telling you, do any gay stuff we have to, number one, we have to recognize it's a problem. Because once we recognize it's a problem, then people will be bound to do something. Next, the biggest thing we need to do is these shows like Fashion Queens and all of this stuff being forced down our throat, ESPN having this dude on there. If you're not watching it, wait a minute. Off of his boyfriend's face and all this stuff, we need to be standing up against that. Whether we uh, uh, protesting, whether we saying we're not gonna buy nothing from here, we're not gonna do this, that, or the other. We need to be pushing that we have black families and healthy black families shown. We need to develop our own networks. We don't even have that anymore. And then the last thing, which is the most important thing, is we need to be dealing with these children. So we need to get mm-hmm. this stuff out of their school. We need to be standing up and say, I don't want my children coming home with books about uh, daddy and his roommate. We need to be monitoring what our children are watching and listening to. But the problem is, you have a lot of homes with just the mama there, and she's working, she's busy doing stuff. So these kids are being raised off of entertainment. Also, another big thing, we need to have black men, black Men in these communities setting up programs, doing things to have young black men come in and have an ability to bond with another male so that they can help develop their masculinity and their manhood. Because when you around nothing but women, you up under women for them in your whole life through puberty, what else can you expect but a feminist and possibly to go in that direction? So you those are some of the things you need to work on. You can expect you to have this about the uh, family. That's what you can expect. I was going to say I, I will say this about the uh, the male class the male classes. I, I definitely agree with you about that. As a as a child, I had the uh, the privilege to experience a, a manhood class at a uh, organization that was connected to Doc, Dr. Kawanza Kanjufu. Uh, it was called the uh, African Images. And uh, for me, I had an epiphany as a as a young teen during this process because I, I personally grew up uh, in a single mother household. So for me uh, to to be in the presence of another male uh, who was a male of a man of valor, a, a man of integrity, mm-hmm. who who was able to teach me things about my history and uh, surround me with other younger young guys, brethren, my brethren, uh, and we began to build relationships through this class that extended beyond those walls. And um, uh, personally, it, it was. It was um, life transforming for for myself personally, so I, I definitely can under, can see the benefit exactly. of, the, of the male class personally. Because if you've never had that role model, you've never had that example of what a man does, how he treats a woman, how he goes to work and come home, how he relates to things. If you as a young boy, you've never seen that, and you just seeing mama do it, that's a, a kind of a skewed uh, mindset. And what happens is, what you just talked about, I love that, because you said that made an impact on you. But it was in a healthy way. A man, a boy, is going to have to seek out his manhood regardless. 
if he's around women or whatever, he's still going to have to find it for himself. But we need to be helping them find it in a healthy way, not in an unhealthy way. Good point. She deserves the claps for that, Mr. Talk. Give her the claps. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give her the claps. I give her some <laughs> no, don't give me the <laughs> Mm-hmm. But the, the, the bottom the, line is, Renee, you're feeling that the children, even if they're born heterosexual, they're going to be very easily changed if they're around homosexual. Well, you're impressionable at that age, and you don't listen to your parents. That's been shown you listen to your peers. So, so if you yes? have a lot of peers, you you don't have much oversight. Okay, you have look, a lot of peers yes? and encouragement of being experimental. Because a lot of these yes? kids now are bisexual. Huh? Is that a yes? So you're afraid that... Yes, it's, it's more, okay, it's so more possible, absolutely. That out of a million children who, let's say, get around a million homosexual kids, um, gay kids, that those million heterosexual kids are going to be changing into homosexual kids. It's possible. It's children possible. are impressionable, okay. yes. Yeah. Children are very impressionable, okay? As uh, just no what doubt that they're impressionable, they're no doubt that they're very susceptible to ideas, but you're kind of yes. forgetting that the DNA might have something to do with it. It's not about the DNA. Of people, course people it's about to, the DNA. Okay, let me tell you how it's not about the DNA. <laughs> how would you In the know? black community with lesbians, wait a minute. With lesbians, okay, we have a, I don't a, want another con- speech. What I want is an answer to I'm not question. giving How you a know? speech. I'm telling you it's not DNA. Excuse me, Mr. Talk. I'm where's the proof? Okay, where's the proof of that? that? That's what where's I'm asking. Where's, that? where's the proof? Where's the proof of it? Well, people are born out of uh, procreation, as, and they have the chromosomes, and they have the DNA, and as a result of the DNA, that's why we're humans. We have predilection towards human behavior. What you're saying is is that human beings, because we're impressionable as kids, that these kids have to become homosexual. I didn't say that. Don't you put said, words yeah, in my mouth. I didn't I said, say they have to. I said it's possible. Maybe you didn't listen to what I said. I said out of a million kids, if they come across a million homosexual kids, the million are going to turn into homosexual kids. And you said, very likely. I said it's Man. possible. Did everybody it's, hear me it's say it's possible? possible. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're Thank the same you. person. Well, I didn't say day, that would happen. There's no difference possible. between a fact and a reality. So, Lord. Uh, All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Man. You know what? I, 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 man, I tell you what, I cannot wait till Sunday night because I already see this is gonna be a good and a good and you know I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have my my, my gloves on too because I'm gonna have to get a part of this very interesting conversation for the the, the, <laughs> the overtime part of the show. I'm telling you, very interesting and uh, mm, mm, mm. yeah, this is gonna be pretty good. All right, y'all, it's four thirty. I got to get up out of here my time, so I'm gonna let y'all go and get your last words in real fast. And short and sweet. So we're gonna start with Cat. Cat, are you still here? Cat, 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 going once. Cat, are you there? Going twice. All right, cat must be busy. Oh, wait a minute. I'm, I okay. was I had muted myself. Okay. <clears throat> that was a good show. I enjoyed it. And Renee, I'll be there and I'll um very interested in what you have to say. That's all. All righty. Thank you, ma'am, and thank you for participating today. All right. They say the man I silenced a while ago. Beasley, you up? Oh God! Let's send Renee some rainbow flags. Oh, you better leave Renee alone. 
<laughs> That's it. She needed. She needs to leave the gay people alone. Just like you remember mm-hmm. the dude Lou, Lou Lou Dobbs that used to be on CNN that used to go in on the Mexicans and <laughs> illegal immigration. Uh, you know what? I think anybody that just has like one topic. And they harp on it, and they become evangelical about it. The shit is boring after a while. But I guess people have their agendas, and that applies to everybody, you know, that have one topic and one thing that they push and one thing that they talk about. If you if you only understood how boring it is to people that like and have the ability to discuss a myriad of topics, but it is what it is. All right, that's it. Oh yeah, that's not yeah, short and sweet. Have a All nice right. weekend. Are you too? Be Thank not, you. Right. Don't beat up no gay people. Whatever. All right. Anyway. All right, Joe, you up. All right. Look, according to this particular theory about how impressionable kids are, if a million kids who are born heterosexual very possibly could turn into homosexuals, right, after being in contact with a million homosexual kids. But why can't it be the reverse? Why can't a million homosexual kids turn into a million heterosexual kids if the premise is that it's a choice, that it's not DNA-driven? So that's it. Everybody have a good weekend. and Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, sir. You okay. have a good one. You too. <laughs> All right. Renee, you up. Okay. Um, I wanted to say to what he just said, where is the proof of that? There's been absolutely no proof, nothing substantiated at all to show um, that that is true. Um, even uh, some of the scientists who tried to still say that there's some truth to that said it would still be, it wouldn't really matter because the element of choice is what's paramount, okay? We all have choices in life for what we want to do. And what you focus on in life will expand in the sense that if you begin to go in that direction of thinking about homosexuality and, and trying it and you delve into that, then that's going to expand for you. Um, I'm not saying every child, but I'm saying that it's a possibility because children are impressionable. We know that. And if those children, and, and the, the reason why the black community is so susceptible is because we have such a high single mother rate, okay, so we're lacking fathers and masculinity in the home. Those children, in my opinion, are much more impressionable. And I have interviewed and talked with gay black men who have said things along that nature. So uh, I'm just telling you. But um, it's not that I have one topic to talk about. I can talk about anything. However, there are people who have uh, whatever premise that, that they're doing. For me, I'm working on a documentary on this issue, and I'm not just going to sit here and say things just what I think, but I've researched and documented all of this stuff. So whatever I'm talking about, I can show you something to back it up. Now, this is what I'm doing. So if you don't like it, then that's too bad. You can get your own uh, uh, soapbox or whatever it is that you want to do. And the thing is, I'm worried about my People. I'm not talking about older people. I'm not talking about people who are already gay and doing this, that, and the other. It's going to be the next generations that are going to be heavily affected. And I'm sorry and sad to say this, but you all will see. I'm sorry because we're just not waking up. So 
anyway, I'll uh, talk to you guys hopefully Sunday night. You feel free to call me in. I guess I'll probably have a a, a call in se- uh, section. So I'm looking forward to it, and thank you. All righty. Thank you, ma'am. And um, I'll try and be there. All right. And let's see. My co-host, Mr. King, Cloud Nation, Cloud Nation Radio. What you got for me, man? Oh, man, it was another awesome show. I enjoyed everything. Um, I wish everybody a happy weekend. I, th- I definitely think I'm going to tune in, going to make a, a strong effort to tune in on Sunday. It sounds like it's going to be uh, worth worth listening to in there. I just want to see how it's going to turn out in the end. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. All right, sir. Well, I appreciate you being here, and um, I'm going to try to get in contact with you this weekend so we can work on some things, all right? So, but thank you once again for being here. All right. I want to say thank you to everybody participating in the show this week, not just this week, but today. And, uh, man, it's been a good one. I'm telling you, it's been a good one. Oh, boy, I tell you. Now, that's the way you end the week right there. That's the way you end the week, you know, conversation going, flowing, and, you know, just leave it all out there. Oh, man, I'll tell you, uh, I'm just not going to add nothing to it. I'm just going to let y'all think about what's been said all day. All right, so it's been a good one. I'll see y'all Monday. Uh, Man, freedom, I mean, mad Monday. Wow, after Sunday night, I don't know. Maybe a lot to talk about on Mad Monday. <laughs> yeah, Renee, maybe we can do a continuation on the show Monday. We'll talk about it. But all right, y'all. Once again, I want to say thank you. Y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Spend time with your family or your loved ones. Or just hang out and just cheer yourself. All right? So remember, keep smiling. Show appreciation. Forgive with an open heart. Make sure you're forgiving yourself first before you forgive anyone else. And the last and most important thing to me is learn to laugh at yourself. You can learn to laugh at yourself, then everything else is gravy. All right? So this has been Let's Talk on Ball Talk Radio. For me, your host, Mr. Talk, and my co-host, Cloud Nation Radio. Y'all have a good one, and we'll see y'all Monday. We are going to say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Today, Bridget Griffin shared a video of her daily yoga routine, two self-help articles, and her new blog called Build Your Inner Bridge with Bridge. Girl, your sharing has turned into oversharing. No worries, Bridge. Geico has some info worth sharing with your seven blog followers, like how you could save money on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim just by visiting geico.com. How's that for building your inner bridge? Bridge, Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.